What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I almost didn't get that one right. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight, well, the gang's all here. We got Reinhard von Krieger. What's up? Oh, not much. Uh, just finished hanging out with some penguin bros, actually, for a change. Oh. Needed a change from the apes. Yeah, I, I would think so. And, Dogbot, what's happening? Um, not much. I got a letter from the committee as to why my Chupacabra placed in third place. It is because I chose K-Flex, Wash Your Ass as the song uh, for it to walk out to. And mm. uh, that was my bad. Yeah, I can see. I can, I, I can see that might have been a really horrible choice. Um, it yeah. was sort of a spur of the minute choice. And, you know, I don't, well, I don't know why. Yeah, I can see. I mean, I can see why you, you didn't place higher because of it, but oh well. And over in the corner, taking notes as usual, Jack the intern. Hi, Jack. Always remember to lift heavy objects using your back at a quick and jerking motion. Emphasis on the jerking. Yes. Yes. Are we talking about Chef again? Um, <laughs> what, do, do we ever stop talking about Chef? Wait, it's all Chef? Always has been. God. <sighs> Chef, God damn it! Why does he, he do loves, those things? Why do, he wh- loves to lift heavy objects? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come Gross. on, I mean it's true, but he's a heavy object connoisseur. He is. He is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's kind of an idiot savant, minus the savant. But yeah. When it comes to that, he's a. That could, he's, that could, he's gonna need a hip replacement by the time he's thirty-eight. Somebody in here. He's he's getting there, man. That's not that far away. All right, enough to, enough about chef. Enough about chef. Hi, chef. We love you here, chef. We love you, chef. Also, shut up, chef. All right, we got that out of the way. <laughs> um, where were we? Oh, we hadn't even started yet. Yes, we're back. We're all here for the Nationalist Inquirer. Let's talk about some news. You guys want to talk about some news? That's what we do. Yeah, it is. Or do you want me to read the handwritten letter I got in the mailbox? Handwritten letter. Handwritten letter in cursive. In cursive. Yes. Try hard. Come on, Jack. Don't be, Just love because you're grug brained. I know the jealousy. The jealousy. It's not my. It's not my fault. I develop Parkinson's whenever the fuck I try to write anything. You don't Sucks. have Parkinson's. You're just illiterate. No, I <laughs> you can't write. You can't even write out your own name. Why not both? Right. You're okay. like on Ellis Island. You have to like write an X in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Kaikala, Kaikala. All right, stop. Stop. Come on. We have a letter. We have a letter from okay, T.S. Right. Keats. Keys Keats and Key S Keats. All right, well, never mind. I was trying to find something possibly funny about that, and that might just be his name. I might have doxed somebody. I don't know. Anyways, I'm writing to express my appreciation of your work. I enjoy hearing your viewpoints and theories that engage my mind, even those that sometimes it sounds absolutely bananas. But at those times, I remember how fake and gay most everything is and say to myself, fuck it, why not? My favorite episodes to date are the Titanic and Alchemy episodes. Very cool. The range of topics from Nephilim to Tartaria to Laurel Canyon almost always guarantees a great listen. With a short break to skip. Oh, no. With a short break to skip. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought it was. I thought there was a period with a short break to skip Dogbot's musical selection. Nothing personal against him, just different tastes. Keep up the phenomenon. Oh, the phenomenal work. I'm sorry. That's cursive, guys. It's like, seriously, it's like close to Sanskrit at this point. It's 2021. Keep up the phenomenal work. And remember always that time travel makes you gay. Warmest regards. Key as Keats. P.S. If Johnny ever cannot host and Jack gets to step up, a great episode name would be Hijacked. Oh, wow. Close out with wow. a bang. All right. I like it. I like I it. I like it. I think it was dad, a solid letter. The dad, the dad pun at the end forgives his uh, lack of good music taste. I was waiting for something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dogbot's offended for the rest of the episode now. I am. I am not offended. He's, that, he's that, the that furious typing gif right now and trying that, to find that, a new break song. That dad joke at the end is incredible. That was, that was uh, a no, good I, dad I have joke. a really great break song tonight. So okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. We'll wait till we we'll wait till we get to the break, and then we'll, you can surprise. It's only three and a half minutes, though, Keats. You don't have to worry about it. Okay, cool. Um, we also uh, sent a "Remember the Liberty" T-shirt to the show. I'm gonna be putting that up in the collage of stuff that I, uh, when we do video, will uh, be behind me or something. Anyways, uh, the letter came with it. it. Says Johnny, I really enjoy the show and eagerly await the next episode. I hope you like the enclosed shirt. Remember the Liberty. We are approaching the June eighth, nineteen sixty seven anniversary of this catastrophic event that was perpetrated by you know who. Perhaps this cover up is worthy of an episode. I think it would be a great opportunity. Uh, excuse me, it'd be a great opportunity to make the audience aware of this untold story. Either way, I hope you enjoy the shirt and keep up the great work. Best regards and hail victory. Victor. P.S. Although they can be a bit cucky at times, the True News organization has put together a four-hour documentary on this project, excuse me, on this event, SacrificingLiberty.com. I have yet to watch it, but it appears to be a worthwhile production. All right. Well, since today is June 8th, you guys want to remind people what the USS Liberty is? Yeah. I was I was waiting for anybody else to answer. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going. No, but, go ahead. Uh, anybody want to jump in? As yeah. an NSA spy ship off the coast of Egypt. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, Astro. Hey. Yes, and hey, Astro will be joining us. Late. Oh, you're fine. Astro will uh, be joining us for the uh, astrology section of the of the paper this evening. So we're going to be having uh, Astro come on regularly now and do a um, non racism for white girls astrology segment which is voice yeah right on yes it was a um, spy ship that was monitoring what was it the three-day war right between six day war six day war i'm sorry six day it's yeah. whatever it's it's i don't care it's them but uh the six day war they were monitoring the battles between egypt and israel and out of nowhere israel decides to attack the USS Liberty, because the USS Liberty was gathering intel on, I guess, some um, illegal operations per se that maybe the uh, the the Israelis were doing. You know, you don't think they might have been doing anything yeah. against you know untold yeah, war. Golan Heights. I think it had to do something with the Golan Heights. They okay. stole. <sighs> was that okay? But anyways, um, they attacked the USS Liberty. And basically destroyed most of it and killed. Jesus, I should have prepped all this shit. They Jack, killed, pull up the numbers well, on the Liberty, I've, please. I, you already did? They killed 34, okay. 34 people. 
34 people, yes, for our greatest ally, Israel. 171 were wounded. Um, I remember that off the top of my head, at least. Yeah, yeah they, they severely damaged that right. and they, uh, I don't remember when it was decommissioned finally, but... And they, they made several passes. The, um, the American sailors were waving you know, waving at them. They thought they were, you know, since we were allies, that they were just going to wave at the Israelis. And yeah, well, those guys most likely got lit up with um, bullets. I think even our secretary of the Navy wanted the ship to uh, sink on its way to Malta, you know, after the whole incident. Yeah, they wanted to cover everything up and they wanted everything covered up because it was Israel. And as a matter of fact, to tie into something even spoopy, uh, Jim Morrison's father, Admiral Morrison, was quoted as saying something to the effect of if it was Israel that did, you know, that did that to the USS Liberty, we should retaliate and like twice as hard. And uh, oh, Two weeks or a month later, Jim died. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way. Um, well, he didn't really. Well, die. I mean, that's he just went on to have a amazing radio career. Right. As the uh, preeminent uh, conservative think, uh, you know, brain trust. Right. Well, is, um, here's a question. When that happens, when our narratives collide in such a manner, because, well, I mean, I honestly don't believe that. The official narrative, you know, that um, Morrison's dad, you know, did all that and like said that about about Israel. I also don't believe that Jim Morrison was killed. I mean, I believe he's, you know, went on to become Rush Limbaugh. We all we've talked about this. We did a whole, we did the third of an episode on it. Um, but yeah, what do we what do we do when our narratives kind of collide like that? We just which which one do we pick there? I don't know. We just go with it. It's all fake and gay. I do want to. I, I do want to say like about true news or earlier. You, you know the comment that uh, you know they're sort of cut. I I have heard Rick Wiles say some pretty some pretty wild stuff in short clips here and there. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Like I, I don't I don't watch true news or anything like that. But I I've heard Rick Wiles go off on a on a pretty thorough tan you know pretty thorough rant about uh about jews that's <laughs> yeah they're far they're far less boomer cucked than pretty much any other like christian boomer network like skywatch tv or anything i mean rick will go off i mean again they're still boomers so they just have certain lines that they're never going to cross but Rick Wiles has gone farther than pretty much any of any. I think I've heard him say that they're not the chosen people anymore and that the covenant was broken with he, the death of Jesus Christ. He said that. Like, he did say that. Yeah. That's okay. one of his. Well, I mean, that is like a thousand times more based boomer than any Evangel Cook. Oh, like yeah. Boomer one thing. Right. They, and then, know, like, but here's my, here's my question. Like that. Here's my question about the Rick Wiles thing, right? I remember a while back. Hearing that um, people had to people had to uh, disavow, they had to defoo because he donated to some Orthodox Jewish charity or something. Does anybody know anything about that? You know who would in the ch in the chat? Alex would. He's a he's a, <laughs> Al Alex is really big on the true the uh, true TV. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll does he ask him? Is I he a is he a True News believer or is he like a no, I just think he uh, like I think he tangentially consumes their content the way that once in a while uh while I'm doing shit around the house I'll throw on 
uh, fucking Infowars just to see what they're talking about. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Every now and then I'll throw on Rogan or Infowars too. Yeah. Unfortunate. Well, Rogan hasn't, I haven't actually put him on. The only one I've, I've watched was the one that Alex Jones was on the first one he was on in the new studio when he went to uh, Spotify, but yeah, I haven't listened to him really since then. It's a terrible I, I show now. I will about once a month just so I could get a good eye roll out of out of Alex going on a good rant oh. and, then blo- and then blowing it by bringing up Hitler in some yeah. fashion. Yeah. But did I tell you, speaking of Hitler, um, I made it a whole five minutes into a job orientation speech and they brought up Hitler and World War II and world domination. No. Because Wait, they what? have to. Wait, how? Why? Uh, what? They started talking about the company, uh, the company does does work with nuclear, a lot of work uh, in nuclear power plants, right? Uh-huh. And so he started talking about, it was in the intro video to, like, the introduction to the company you're going to be working for, kind of a thing, right? Did they have any uh, humans of flat design animation? No, it was all, no, 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 no. It was all, like, um, your typical construction video where it's, like, office people in uh, hard hats and safety vests and an occasional gruff looking guy in a hard so hat and a safety vest. like 1998 and it had like one guy with a mullet and an earring. No, these are all, these are all updated. This is a multi-billion dollar company. Uh, they've been around actually th- this company. I, I kind of want to look into their history. They've been around long enough to have been involved in some of the early 1900s buildings. Supposedly. Yeah. So I want to check into that. But anyways, they brought up, yeah, they brought up something about how they, you know, the, our company we've built this we built that we built nuclear this and somebody said nukes and i started laughing i was like i was like um i forgot how they how they got from nuclear power to nuclear bombs and oh we had to do nukes because hitler was trying to do a world domination was hitler was trying to do world domination was his exact words hitler was trying to do world domination and we had to stop him so einstein and all these other scientists got a hold of the American scientists and were like, you got to beat Hitler to the bomb. I don't know. I don't know what this has to do with like, with, with building this data center that we're building, but well, it it just, it falls under the maxim that I stated like three years ago, we will be condemned to talk about mid 20th century uh, European uh, political party for the rest of our lives. Sure. Sure. But I just thought it was, I, I just thought it was funny that the way the guy described it too is Hitler was trying to do world domination. That is like a Reddit tier statement. He no, might have really said, is. "That sounds like something you'd hear in a chat." Right? He should have said, "This heckin' chonker was trying to do a world <laughs> domination." You know? So, so they Domerino. used to have these. They used to have these <laughs> comics called Marvel Universe, and it had all the different characters in it. Yeah, and uh, it would have like their their name, date of birth, like their real, their real name. And then it would have occupation. And for many of the supervillains, the occupation was would be conqueror. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Well, like, they never, they never forgot to talk about Hitler in some of those Marvel comics, especially X-Men. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Well, I mean, wasn't, wasn't Magneto, uh, in, 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 in Auschwitz. He was a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. Anyway, so, I, that's not. That was a, I think that was a movie <laughs> additive to it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're not doing. Yeah. Well, no, 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 it was it was a comic thing too. It was in the comics. Yeah, that was that was that was in the comics. Mm. All right. But, uh, anyways, anyways, that's to the yeah to the news. 
But yeah, I, I managed to make it five minutes in and we had a, a Hitler reference. I was, I thought it was funny. And when he I said, oh, before you said lone scum, but wait, but wait, but wait, that's what, I was, that's what I've been thinking about since Hitler came up. Well, wait, oh, it gets, it gets better. He said, he said the, um, that Einstein, you know, basically called up an America, America was like, Hey America, you, you got to do the bomb first. And I was like, why would, why would a German scientist call America and say, you guys got to do the bomb? Isn't he, wasn't he German? And the, everybody, and the guy sitting next to me was like, wait a minute, what? He was German. What? Yeah, why would he do that? <laughs> I'm like, the, and the instructor's like, "Excuse me." I'm like, "Never mind, just carry on. Let's go." I'm sorry. Six day, six day race war. I won't. Incoming. Yeah, I won't. I won't interject anymore. <laughs> and I haven't. I've been trying not to fall asleep. I've had two days of of ten hour days of orientation, like full on snooze fest all day long. So, all right, we. Sucks, it does. It does suck. But you know what we can do though? We can talk about lone scum right off the bat. Let's do that. Uh, this guy is getting threatened by probably the scariest group on Earth, right? Adam Waffen? I was thinking the uh, order Disney? of Disney. Yeah, right. That's 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 a legitimate scary thing, Astro. That's not. I right. was thinking. I was thinking parrot heads. Well, they're they're getting old. The parrot heads are getting old, and the parking lot fights aren't so much fun anymore for them. They don't heal up so well. No, anonymous guys. Never heard of that. And not the parrot. This Jimmy Buffett fans. Uh, (laughs) Anonymous. Terrifying. Yes. Yeah, a bunch of boomers. They might be coming for your liver. Bunch of theirs are theirs are not working. That actually is yes. Due to all the drinking (laughs) and the hepatitis. Yeah, they're they're low on the list too. So (laughs) like they got to get liver by any means necessary. Okay, all right, enough, enough. Anonymous, you guys remember Anonymous? Remember them? We are Legion, expect us. Remember that? Remember that? They were like hacking, a hacking group, Anonymous, no? Yeah, the nice the nice hacking LARPers. Yeah, I mean, the, the one, one of the, the, one of the biggest. Wear the, they wear the V from Vendetta mask and stuff? Yes. The Guy so Fawkes ca- mask, yeah. They're Catholic? They're Catholic militants then, I guess? I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Not quite. But, but yeah. Anyways. So Anonymous. Uh, yeah. It's like bringing back Mike Tyson for another fight or something. Anonymous was was popular like what? Like 10 years ago almost. Like or, or nine, eight, nine years ago. Right. That's like that's like two or three lifetimes in Internet speak. No, it really. Yeah, is. I feel like Anonymous was in another freaking war. Yeah, actually, I have to agree with Reinhardt 100% there. What's that? Things have changed so much in 10 years. Right. Um, even WikiLeaks and Assange, I know it sound, I sound like a broken record, but uh, you know there aren't many people out there um, exposing war crimes or doing Pulitzer type of journalism. Sure. Not many people out there at all, and the world has become um, scarce of these people. Not that Assange is merely a journalist. It goes well, way beyond that. I, I happen to think he's like a propped up messiah type, like what they tried to do with Krishnamurti and Gandhi and uh, Blavatsky and you know Hitler and all those things. Yeah, I think stuff. I definitely agree that that um, Assange is it's a world teacher created a, a created character. Um, I mean, he's a real person, obviously, but his character has been created like Elon Musk. But anyway, so anyways, Anonymous threatened Elon Musk. And let me see if the, if it'll play without without let me do this real quick. Hold on. If you guys can hear this.
Greetings citizens of the world. This is a message from Anonymous, for Elon Musk. For the past several years you have enjoyed one of the most favorable reputations of anyone in the billionaire class, because you have tapped into the desire that many of us have to live in a world with electric cars and space exploration, but recently your carefully created public image is being exposed, and people are beginning to see you as nothing more than another narcissistic rich dude who is desperate for attention. It appears that your quest to save the world is more rooted in a superiority and savior complex than it is in actual concern for humanity. This has been obvious to your employees for a long time, who have faced intolerable conditions under your command for years. It is also obvious to the young children working in your overseas lithium mines, which are destroying the local environment as well. You have been open about your willingness to stage coups in order to install dictators in places where your toxic products are being mined. You have even prematurely crowned yourself Emperor of Mars, a place where you will be sending people to die. Your fanboys overlook these issues because they are focused on the potential good that your projects can bring to the world, but you are not the only show in town, and your competition is growing more intense with each passing day. There are plenty of other companies working on space exploration and electric vehicles, you are just the only CEO who has gained a cult following through shitposting and trolling the world on social media. In fact, Many people are now learning that the vast majority of Tesla's income doesn't actually come from selling cars, it comes from government subsidies, selling carbon tax credits for your innovation with clean energy. This technically isn't your innovation though, because you aren't actually the founder of Tesla, you simply purchased the company from two people much more intelligent than you are, Martin Everhard and Mark Tarpenning. Tesla has also made more money holding Bitcoin for a few months than they did in years of selling cars. It is also more than likely that this Bitcoin was purchased with money from these government subsidies. It is now widely believed that you have been forced to denounce your company's involvement with Bitcoin in order to keep that green government money flowing into Tesla's coffers. The energy use argument about proof-of-work mining is a very nuanced conversation that requires a fairly complex understanding of how power grids work, and how excess energy is wasted by power companies, and sought out by crypto miners. This is a conversation that you have been having for over a year and were intimately aware of, but as soon as your main source of income was threatened you pretended to be clueless in an attempt to play both sides of the fence. Then, your move to create a Bitcoin miner council was rightly seen as an attempt to centralize the industry and take it under your control. Reading from the comments on your Twitter posts, it seems that the games you have played with the crypto markets have destroyed lives. Millions of retail investors were really counting on their crypto gains to improve their lives. This is something that you will never understand because you were born into the stolen wealth of a South African apartheid emerald mine and have no clue what struggle is like for most of the working people in the world. Of course, they took the risk upon themselves when they invested, and everyone knows to be prepared for volatility in crypto, but your tweets this week show a clear disregard for the average working person. As hard-working people have their dreams liquidated over your public temper tantrums, you continue to mock them with memes from one of your million-dollar mansions. You may think you are the smartest person in the room, but now you have met your match. We are anonymous. We are legion. Expect us. There we go. That was super that was, corny. That was really, really, really terrible. It was like <clears throat> that was terrible. Yeah, dude, th th those were like the talking. Those are like the uh, Daily Wire Ben Shapiro talking mm -hmm. points about Elon Musk. It I well, it really it was, was inspiring. It was absolutely, well, okay, so what do we have here? We have, let's look at this. We have Anonymous dragged out of the old footlocker, the old dusty footlocker of gay ops, right? We need yeah. hackers. We got hackers going on, the, the JBS hack, and we have the, the, 
the the pipeline hack, and then there was something else got hacked. Something in New York, like wasn't a subway hacked? Well, I I know conservative boomers are wanting to know if Joe Biden, when he meets with uh, Vladimir Putin, if he's going to talk to him tough about stopping the hackers from hacking things. Right, because they're always and they, they're always they, they said that they talked to I'm sorry, they talked about this to me in the break room and I'm just like none of that shit is real. Right? Yeah, none, none of the hacks are real. That, right? None of the hacks like, are real. Like, well, the thing about Anonymous is they're not only are they gay op, but they're the gay op they're kind of the QAnon of like the liberal left side of mm-hmm. things. It wouldn't we have that false dichotomy, of course. Uh, they're the false hope that you know, that something is being done against the billionaire class, against all of these people who they believe are, you know, working all together. They see that, um, but they're just the other side. They're reinforcing, again, that false dichotomy, um, which is why I think they're being brought out of the footlocker, as you say, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're being brought back out, you know, getting put back in the game because that's that's pretty much all they have. Well, I mean... They just busted Darkseid, right? They or they didn't bust him, but they uh, the FBI managed to snag back a couple million dollars out of that ransom, right? That was the Bitcoin ransom. They just happened to reach in the, you know, they they had the key. The FBI figured out the key. No, they had it because all this stuff. If anybody thinks that your Bitcoin is safe or any of your any of your crypto is safe, it's not. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure even Monero. At the end of the day, isn't there's some? There has to be something because there's there there can't be. It wouldn't exist. It wouldn't exist. I'm, I'm it's like telling breaking you. the German Enigma code. Like no, they didn't do that either. <laughs> well, yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it like <laughs> it some fucking Cherokee Indian that broke it too, or some dumb bullshit story? <laughs> there was, yeah, it was either that or was, there was also Alan Turing. Or was, uh, yeah, or was it, no? That was the Wind Talkers or some shit. I don't know. I get all these Polish stupid and then Turing. Yeah, the, the stupid World so. War Two fake and gay things about you know the Indian who put his ear to the ground. He's like, no, wait a minute, Hitler's in the bunker over there. <laughs> but no, that that's the point. Is all of this is ridiculous because it just shows how through all of this fake and gay op people are still willing to cling to some kind of hope that things are going to be set right. And just as with QAnon, you have the cult following of anonymous and hackers and, you know, these Robin hoods of the internet. Um, It's just absolutely ridiculous, but they don't see five feet in front of their face when these guys are all, they have the code from the beginning. They're the ones who are calling out the ransom. You know, it's John from the office down the friggin' hallway. Who's putting up the ransom note from the hackers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Three weeks. I, well, I just don't understand, like, who's still – I I guess I sort of understand who still falls for this sort of shit. But when I when, when I was sitting there listening to it, I'm like, wow, this is really long-winded, and it, it just doesn't sound threatening. Like, if it I does. Was, if I was lone scum, I'd be like, oh, no, they called out my government subsidies and the fact that I bought the company from other people and that, like – I don't make most of my money from the car sales. But DB, DB, everything that he did in that video and all that stuff was exactly what you see in cheesy sci-fi channel hacker movies, in cheesy B hacker movies on whatever other channel they're on. You know, this is this is stuff people are conditioned to seeing. I mean, 
it's not just my, you know, my dumb boomer uncle that thinks CSI is real. You know, he's not the only one. You know what I mean? Like they, he thinks the well, cops actually do that. They cop, like there are people that think the cops actually build dioramas to solve crimes because they saw it so on how, CSI. So, so how does this anyway. procedural episode end? Like, like what are we supposed to expect? Like, uh, well, well, you know, they say, like, you know, Del- we, like Delta force finds where anonymous, uh, really is. And Jack Bauer goes in and fucking hooks, hooks their nipples up to a freaking car battery. I mean, well, no, like, now here, see what you don't understand is here. Anonymous is the good guy, you know? Well, yeah, I think because, this message is not supposed to be as threatening as it is supposed to be like hopeful and like rah, rah, like rile people up. Yeah. I think that's what it's supposed to be. But also, it's a gay fucking story arc to this ridiculous script that we're in. It's definitely, it's definitely part of a script. I mean, come on, dude. It's like we are legion. Expect us. Shut up. It's fucking enough. That that wasn't even funny back in 2012. Well, there are, you know, anonymous is a gay op, yes, but there are people who are doing things against these sure. billionaires against sure. these you know this whole cabal there are people who actually are hackers who are going against all of this stuff and i'm that's sure there anonymous. are anonymous is supposed to also kind of put in everyone's minds the minute they think of hacker they think of this guy fox yeah. gay op video mm-hmm. um and that way when something does happen against them they can just t- they could toss out anonymous for the publicity uh, and they can cover it up, and then they could very quietly take care of whoever it is that they're going to send the ATF out to, you know, shoot their dog. Right. I mean, we could go through this video uh, piece at a time and like break it down how it's a completely gay script. Like every single part was like very cartoonish. You know, really, really, really cartoonish. Uh, what was the? What did he say? He oh, he even he even said shit posting. He even mentioned shit posting. Yeah, that sounded real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yes, but uh, you can just tell that this this video is a product. This is like pulling the old man out. Like, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? And using like the the newer chat lingo and everything going on. Um, it's like anonymous for twenty twenty one, and it just it does just fall way flat. Right, right. Well, I honestly is, don't know who who is going to be riled up by this. It's if that's the intent. People I, that don't like Kino. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. That video wasn't Kino. <laughs> Those plebs that don't like we, Kino. We are anonymous. We have lesions. Expect pus. All right. Let's move on. We I hate watch Kino. Yeah. God. Man, back in 2012. When they're like, people were doing the anonymous bit on like Facebook when people were still doing Facebook and stuff, and it was like a big thing. I remember all the anonymous, like, want to be anonymous, quote, hackers. You're just fucking nerds, dude. You know, you're not even really hacker. You're not hacking anything. Stop it. Stop no, it. No, there's actual real people out there who are right. hackers, who right. are doing good things, who do get into a lot of trouble. Um, sure. for what they do. And they, they put their lives on the line. Sure. That's what I'm saying. And anonymous is meant to take away from all of that and, per, and provide this nice conglomeration of everything. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the Q and on for, you know, the, the liberal faggots out there. Right. Or just the boomers. Well, speaking of, speaking the of Q and on, speaking of Q and on, um, I'm not the crazy Q guy at work at all. 
I have two. I have a very old Xer. He's 52 or 53. He's like the very first Xer. And a guy who's like 56, so he's like a really young boomer. And they are both convinced. The guy, the way the website that he made me open up on my phone, which I'm kind of scared about, uh, it is called. Where is it? Did I close the website? I think I might have. But it's it's all the stories about all the executions that have happened. Oh, it's realrawnews.com. I didn't close it. I did it on Brave, so it's automatically on my VPN. All right. Yikes. Upcoming military tribunals revised. James Comey military tribunal day. Apparently, they took James Comey to a military tribunal where he witnessed them hanging one Hillary Clinton. And he said, oh, I've seen, his exact quote was, I've seen fake things like this before. But you know what they did? They took him downstairs to the medical lab, to the medical room, brought him down there and put his hands on her dead body in the morgue. In the morgue. Like, touch, he did the mirror thing. He held the mirror over her nose. There was no steam. No, no, nothing. No, I don't know. Apparently, that's what happened. They took him down there, and they said, go ahead. No, there she is. She's dead. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's dead. Okay, cool. I'll tell you anything you want. I'll talk. I'll talk. Apparently, James it- Comey is singing like a canary at some military tribunal. Dude, these are the people that think. I asked him. I looked at him. I said, so you believe John McCain was executed and not that his goiter exploded and all the spiders came out, which is actually more, <laughs> be- which is a more believable story? He looks at me. He's I like, would, I- hey, man. Oh, go ahead. I- I, I, I'm telling you, man, like I had that old supervisor and when it got, you know, when I ran out of shit to do towards the end of the day, all I had to do was go up to his cubicle and just drop like a couple of questions and he would go off on a Q tangent that would eat up at least 30 to 45 minutes oh, before dude. I had to go. It was amazing. I would just sit there in awe at, at the, the, the breadth of, of which this guy was able to go through sheer fantasy. Uh, the, the best one that will always uh, stick with me was how adamant he was that Obama was in Guantanamo Bay uh, facing a war tribunal for Yemen and uh, Libya. Yeah, that I think. This, hold on, let me see what, I, I, what else is on here. What other war tribunals on this site? John Podesta was executed at Gitmo, June first, twenty twenty one. They don't execute pedophiles. Come on. U.S. military arrests Dr. Deborah Burks, May 29th. Military arrests Adam Schiff, May 26th. Military you know, tribunal would- convicts John Brennan of murder and treason. Uh, speaking of John Brennan there, DV. Navy SEALs storm Bill Gates's Wyoming ranch. Military puts Amy Coney Barrett on house arrest. Dude, you know, I would... I would honestly believe before any of this, I would believe that they actually hung Joe Biden and are now putting whatever whatever fake yeah. silicone masked guys up there now. I would actually believe they executed him and put him and put a, an imposter up there, given what we've seen. None of this. Also, I never want to be made fun of again for being a Lord of the Rings fan when there are boomers out there that believe this kind of fantasy. <laughs> I found my ring. What your decoder ring? Was it or was it your? No, uh, my one, my one true ring, the 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 ring, the ring of all rings. Okay. Yeah. Stop. We'll talk about K Flex later. No, stop. No, stop it. No, don't do that now. 
<laughs> I, I see. I realize what you're doing, and no, don't do that. So no, anonymous is him. yeah, anonymous is gay. It's not none of that shit's happening. But but Elon did say that he was breaking up with crypto, and Bitcoin took a shit again. It uh, dipped below thirty thousand today for a few minutes. That was kind of not nice. Well, again, this should just show everybody how fake and gay the entirety of the crypto market has always been. No matter what we've all believed, and and we wanted to believe that this was something real, uh, now it the mask has just completely come off. Um, it did originally, but then Musk and his you know Saturday Night Live appearance and everything else, it should just show it wasn't Musk's idea to have a council in control of all this to put you know, to put uh, the control of this entire market in the hands of a few. It's always been in the hands of a few. Well, yeah, that's always. That's what I was I was telling you before the show that uh, that Boyd Anderson guy, that interview that I posted, um, he was talking about how uh, he had he had he had uh, access to the uh, the Bitcoin white papers back in 2006 or seven or whatever it was. It was before Bitcoin came out and the people that were doing it, it was, you know, it's the same. It's the same banking cartels that are, you know, because if you th- he says this is his quote, not mine. If you think uh, the banks, you know, con- don't control the crypto, then you're wrong. Like all this stuff with with the money, whether it's real or fake, it's all fake. The fiat's fake. The crypto's fake. And again, it just plays off of people's desire. Well, okay, first it plays off people's inherent sense that something is wrong in the world. Something Mm -hmm. is deeply wrong. We are, we are screwed. We are heading towards the end and it plays off of their hope that something is going to change. That someone out there is, is making progress, trying to fix it. And and things like anonymous Musk, crypto Q, any of it, any hope that they have that they can cling to, they're going to follow like a cult. Well, I always false dichotomy. They've got it on both sides. Yeah, I, I I always thought it was a very interesting uh, propaganda and indoctrinating of all of us to get used to getting off of physical money and there being just digital currency. Period. And that's that, that's something what Bill Cooper's been warning about, and that's what uh, oh, yeah. that that's what uh, you know Alex Jones has been going off about that for the last ten years. It, you know the. You know, they want us. They want us off the dollar. They want us, uh, you know, just completely digital currency. Where, you know, it's like you have it backed up by nothing. It's just, it's just there, you know, or it's not. Or they can take it away from you. Or they can give it to you. They could just throw it in your bank account. You well, know? it's the or same they... as being on the dollar now, because you know, there's no gold standard or anything. It's, it's the same exact thing. It's just one is paper and one is numbers on a screen. This, it's the same well, control. They're both. Yeah, they manipulate both, they control both, you know, and all of it is based on confidence anyways. You know, right. the dollar is only worth a dollar because you tell me it's a dollar. The bank tells you it's a dollar. You go to the store, the person behind the store, behind the counter at the store, you know, says that's a dollar. Okay, I'll take that. You know, that's a, it's just all confidence with whatever they say is a dollar. You know, it could be not a dollar tomorrow. Please just you know? back to trading seashells or yeah. something. Right. So so I, I'm reading this book on Father Coughlin, and one of the things that he was going on about uh, early in the first FDR administration was he wanted FDR to raise the price of gold from $2.54 to $4.24. And I, I, and I, I was like, 
you could just do that. I guess I'm retarded. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea you could just decide how much more gold is worth. Yeah. Just to, just like that and make and double it. That's like how it works. Price. Yeah. You know, so like even the gold standard doesn't matter because if you could just decide that, uh, well, gold is now five dollars mm-hmm. an ounce, you know, instead of two dollars and fifty cents an ounce. Well, then this it's was not a- worth anything. And this was always a talking point with libertarians and and their predecessors um, was yeah exactly none of it none of it matters because of the amount of centralized control centralized banking centralized government everything and that that struck a chord with a lot of people and that's why a lot of people like myself uh, were very fervent libertarians but that's okay. the thing is all of this through and again through the mainstream historical narrative. Um, you know, gold, money, finance, all of it's been dominated by these colonialist powers, imperial powers, uh, who have created monopolies on all of this. So they do get to decide uh, what goes on and how how it's how the the money fluctuates, how the worth fluctuates. Um, yeah, and it's always been a very it. small group of families too. You know, I mean, obviously the Rothschilds. Everybody knows the Rothschilds are the big Jewish banking family, but you also have the Medici's and you know. Um, um, and the Pizors and they go far more ancient than the friggin' Rothschilds. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but the Rothschilds just happen to be the ones that are uh, the semi-public, uh, the allowed to be like talked about conspiracy theory. You know what I yeah, mean? They're, yeah, they're the ones that, you know, they, they threw out there so that, you know, Alex Jones could peddle them to yeah. everybody who listened to him. And that's, that's not a dig on Jones, but they allowed it. They're a step past, they're a step past George Soros. Ah, yes. I remember five years ago. <laughs> well, yeah. well, no, it's George. Well, that's where my mom's at right now. Everything's George Soros, George Soros. And my mom, mom, just say Jews. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you'll get yeah, there in like three years anyway. Save yourself some time. Well, she's you know no, she's getting they old. Never, they never get there. She well, yeah, they, they, I got her to say faggot. So she said it without even <laughs> without any prompting. She called Anderson Cooper a faggot without any prompting. I just thought it was great. All right. Anyway, moving along. Moving along. Back to the news. What else is going on? Uh, with that was it with Elon, wasn't it? Was um the Bitcoin bit. And then, yeah, we're just proving more and more that, you know, Bitcoin is fake and gay, just like every other bit of money. But if, if one person can say something on Twitter or on a television show like Saturday Night Live, this one person makes one comment and that affects, you know, billions of dollars, right? Hang on a second, guys. I, I think there's a wild goose attacking my studio right now. Hang on, guys. All right, no geese. It, it was false alarm, but uh, we do have Astro with us this week. He's going to give us a little bit of um, real astrology. So, go ahead, Astro. Hey, Johnny. Thanks. What's up, man? So, um, yeah, I think last time I did a little bit of a review. It was around the time of the Jupiter Saturn conjunction, and um, I unfortunately don't have time to talk about things like that, which are very important. Um, takes a lot of time to explain that, and I just didn't prepare enough. But okay. I talk about Trump. That's oh. pretty easy and uh, not scary. I don't have to redact anything with Trump, in my opinion. So, um, you know, self-redaction or whatever, auto-redaction. <laughs> so uh, Trump, I think we can all talk about him pretty openly now without any kind of uh, fear retribution. I-, I don't know how you guys feel, but... 
I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem talking about Donald Trump. He doesn't seem as petty and litigious as some other people. So. <laughs> oh no! I mean, that's that's a whole other rabbit hole. And you know, oh, what were you talking about? Um, well, I just meant okay. So I could talk about the economy and like um, you know, the glo- geopolitical situation in Russia, and other, but I don't really want to talk about all that because it's just too intense. Well, well how does? Okay, well. Um, there's an eclipse on Thursday. You should all know there's a solar eclipse visible from like Montreal to Moscow. Oh, wow. Exactly what other areas. It's going to be a partial eclipse. So it'll look like a kind of like a horns, but going to the side, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I haven't checked exactly what orientation, but you know that uh, photograph of the solar eclipse that happened where it looked like the horns rising from the uh, mm-hmm. I remember water that. somewhere in the Middle East recently. Yeah. So it'll look kind of like that. It'll be a partial eclipse. Um, and solar eclipses are a really big deal because they happen on the new moon, which means that the moon is completely black. Um, the new moons are kind of scary because it's the darkest at night. Then it's mm-hmm. also the kind of dark side of, uh, the moon, witchcraft, all that kind of stuff. Also, it's traditionally when wars are started because of nighttime, you know, for aerial bombardments as well as, um, all sorts of reasons, you know, right. Vision to be in the dark. And the dark, and it really, it's like the themes of all, all the bad, like the mood isn't inherently bad. That's something that a lot of people don't realize, you know, like a lot of these things uh, aren't all bad or all good. Um, it sounds weird to say that, but I think it's true. So, you know, when the moon's full, it's supposed to be more, you know, positive sides of uh, fertility and the earth and the tides and everything natural, right? But when it's dark, let's say it's more of the anti-natal and anti so all the lilith type of stuff lgbt i think i mentioned it before i don't really want to describe all that you know people can listen to old episodes but basically a lot of feminism lgbt abortion um, disease so uh, yeah lots of stuff associated with lilith not a jewish thing as much as people think it is i mean they definitely incorporated it and made it the main enemy of their um religion including kabbalah although depending on what path or whatever in kabbalah i guess it not a um, left-hand path and it's a good thing if it's right-hand orthodox and it's a bad thing um hmm. i'm not sure how lilith and that all relates to the amalek as they call it or the goyim you know there's some people who say that like lilith represents the goyim and like right. the sumerian the sumerian goddess or like uh hmm. anunnaki or not anunnaki yeah sorry uh babylonian as well um but i don't know exactly the interplay because you know if they're making it a villain maybe it's not a villain but um and another interesting allegory is the whole like elves thing. What are elves an allegory for? You know, I'm not talking about like machine elves, just like you know, Norse or uh, Tolkien or mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, is that related to? But I'm getting off the course of astrology. Trump's going through a major, major. I think I talked about it. How he was going to have a big issue with mental illness. Um, the, the last time I talked about astrology in 2020, I think before like middle of 2020 about Trump. He was he's a Neptune placement. Well, general Neptune's in Pisces, so it's bad for everyone. Mm. Uh, but, but Trump specifically, uh, there's a lot of things. You know, basically, they're. Tra- I think I called it the Mad King scenario or whatever. Like, um, you know how like a con artist will have all sorts of different cons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all different names, right? So the Mad King, the Mad King is like, uh, you know, they try and drive the king mad. Sure. And Trump's like the perfect uh, mark for that. Like, really. Because he's a boomer, as he's a boomer, he uses Twitter. He's very influenced by the internet and social media. 
Yeah, total narcissist. I mean, you know, maybe sometimes he's in the right place. His heart could be in the right place, but he supposedly goes with the last person to talk to him. He doesn't really even care about, he's kind of like a chaos agent. You know, he's a bit like Musk. In fact, I've noticed Musk didn't really ever condemn Trump, you know, very careful to say as little. And I don't think he ever said anything about him at all. Yeah, I know. And Assange and Musk. I'm yeah. not kidding, guys. I know you. I know a lot of people have no idea who I am or what I know. I'll leave it at that. Mm, okay. Because, yeah. Um, the Assange and the Musk. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, no, he, this, isn't, this isn't the. This isn't really the place. I don't want to. That's like, fine. You know. No, that's fine. That's fine. We'll we'll save that for other places. Um. So what does so what does the new moon and this mean for um for like gay ops and stuff. This is like, yeah, is, is this a good I time? Mean, right. You know, the situation right now with Russia is a lot worse than people realize, because of course, when you hear jokers on news talking about Russia, 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 you just don't believe Russia has these capabilities, but they do. And it's not as simple as you think. Well, um, are you capabilities I mean, as far as what? Well, Russia has been dominating in cyber since like, 2000 okay before 2000 I mean, oh with the hacking stuff through, yeah usually through romania and through costa rica and through cuba the online casinos there's all sorts of cyber crime stuff that you know russia is a real thing it's a real thing sure no i but believe that i believe that it's very real to a point you know i believe that that there is you know cyber crime done to, you know at, at a high level too but the Absolutely. ones that they put on the news oh no they just hacked the world's largest chicken producer the day after Klaus Schwab said, we need to be prepared for some sort of a computer hack. Right. I think Greta has a big fan club. And basically uh, that um, that trailer I sent you a few days ago, is mm-hmm. as silly as that seemed, there really is such a thing as like an Illuminati club of hacker type. You know, it's very much a, um, what do they call it? Order out of chaos. Yeah. Uh, problem reaction solution. That's the Hegelian dialectic thing. But yeah, yeah no, I, I get that. But I don't, there has to be, right? I mean, if there's if the internet exists, there has to be, and if the Illuminati exists, they have to either know how to manipulate it or know how to hack it or whatever. I mean, they, that just kind of goes without saying that there would be, right? It um, is very interesting when you start to think about CERN, and yes, physic. Uh, the reason physicists were into early internet was because it was built for particle physics, mm-hmm. large data sets to be shared. Right. Well, that's also the. That's Rand people- Corp was one of the first nodes of the very first internet ARPANET. Right. Rand. Yes. The, the dark, that would like DARPA dark money Rand Corp who comes up with all these scenarios that turn into event 201, which turned into COVID. You know, that's, that's what Rand does. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they were the first, it's another one of those spooky uh, who? Wilson. You know, the, group? I don't need to name all the think tanks, but they're all really, um, really interesting places, incubators of ideas. Yeah. And they all, you know, and they all kind of, you know, connect to the internet and the internet all connects to CERN. I'm pretty sure CERN has something to do with all that too. And yeah. The and then when you get into the paranormal stuff, which I've, I've never been a f- huge fan of the paranormal Johnny, actually mm. I haven't I've always I know. been. A I know you fact, said that's why it's so ridiculous. I believe in astrology. I mean, you, I don't know if you guys understand how much personal evolution and life I had to go through before I finally even took a look at it. I'm willing to take a look at it. Hmm. It's um, something I really just can't share on the radio. You know, just in terms of personal, like, sure, death experiences and all those things. It's really remarkable. Well, everybody has, yeah, everybody you know, has their the reasons for it. a blessing, you know, and I'm just really, really thankful to be here with you guys. Right on. Um, no, everybody has, you know, whatever, whatever way they, they made it to the, to the path where they're at. Uh, I think it's cool that, as we have another friend 
that's uh, into real astrology. And like I said, not racism for white chicks. Um, and I want to, I want to eventually get you guys together for an episode. That would be really cool. He did my chart. I should send that to you and have you look at it and tell me what it means. Cause he did. And I haven't been able to get a hold of him for a while. He, he goes off grid and, and stuff. So when he gets back into where he's talking to people, I'll hook us up. And, uh, but in the meantime, I'll send you that chart anyway. So does, what does the new moon and the solar eclipse have to do with Russia though? Well, new moons always happen during a solar eclipse just because of the way it works. Sure. Uh, um, just like a lunar eclipse is always on a full moon. And uh, with Russia, I mean, it's not really Russia specific. It's more to do with Trump. It's in, the sun's in Gemini. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that's Trump's sign. It um, is. Trump yeah, he is. We share a birthday. Was, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Happy, uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah um, me, so, me, Trump, and Meraki, you. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that's in your good company. I guess. I will we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, about yes. Trump, you know. But, right. Um, basically, right. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not telling you guys. I'm not. I really not selling any Q shit or anything like that. But I am telling you that, you know, uh, he is a larger than life figure. Um, I don't know what he's thinking or feeling right now. I can only imagine. I mean, uh, McDonald's, KFC, you know, uh, Dairy Queen, probably. Or I, I wonder what he thinks about Roy Cohen. And I mean, I know I keep bringing up some washed up Hollywood celebrities. I was just listening to an interview with uh, the child bride, live-in bride of James Holmes, the guy who uh, Ron Jeremy was, anyway, it's it's all, Roy Cohen, anyway, it's all really fucked up and it connects to the process church and it's really, really fucked up. And and everything always connects back to the process church, which is something we really need to look into if, if that's going to, if there's like three or four different things that you've mentioned in the past that tie into the process church from was it Marilyn Manson and uh, Trent Reznor and now this and well, definitely Marilyn Manson. And then the house. Yeah. The, there's a lot of weird things about the, um, that the tape, uh, La Bianca mur- murder, uh, residence, which I think was like a local police, like, um, sting house, like they were using that or something hmm. for stuff. Shit. I wouldn't doubt it. There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff with that. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with those meto- those Masonic Masonic fraternal orders of police. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, a, that's that, there's a whole other other, other thing. Pentagram, right. Which I guess right. means like spirit into matter, so they're conjuring something. Mm-hmm. And the LA Sheriff's Department badge has the uh, little man boy little yeah. triangle within a triangle thing all over it. Yeah. It's great. The story the story was really interesting this um orphan type girl with you know was basically taken in by the the porn star because uh he had no family and he wanted this kind of normalcy and it was like he had a wife who was uh this like a kind of abusive italian broad that kept him in line and then they had this like kind of daughter that was also his girl it was really messed up Weird. But, you know, he died or went to prison because of the wonderland murders and then um you know they hold on who are we talking murder. about now i think you like, just skipped i missed where you skipped ahead yeah, there's just there's just a lot of weird weird shit in Hollywood, and it's, oh yeah, definitely. You know, you'd be surprised about how you know it takes like two or three hops, you know, between these. Oh, people, dude, it's Trump. the whole like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, uh, that's Corey why Cohen that's a, that's why that's a thing because it's all and it's, it's, it's a lot of it's just so funny and coincidental how they're all connected. It's not funny or coincidental; it's all purposeful. Well, you and, know, that was kind of a new age college experiment propaganda. It was like six degrees of separation via letter writing. You would oh, give, wow. be given someone's name. And have to send it to only people you knew and get the package back to that city, to that person. Huh. And it was probably, it was pro- you said it was some sort of, some sort of 
college CIA op or something? It, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. kind of like the Milgram experiment, the prison experiment, yeah, or okay. the rat ex- ma- mouse utopia. All right. Well, any any more? So okay. So we're in June. I've obviously said I'm a Gemini. What's uh, what do what do I need to worry about this month? I mean, I didn't really prepare for. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Any, that's, honestly, I, know. I didn't prepare for anything. I just wasn't feeling it. Sorry, that's guys. all right. It's man. just it's really, um, you know, I keep thinking that 20, 9, 2017 was bad in terms of the astrology, and then it just keeps getting more intense. So, um, yeah, I think basically we are in the eye of the storm. And I don't <laughs> literally. I'm not. I just shouldn't have said that terminology. But you know, there's something weird that's going to happen with Trump. He's going to come right back on the stage, probably like in the next. You know, yeah, they're they keep it's going to be something stuff. with Eclipse and Trump. And then um, I don't really want to recommend any other astrologers on YouTube, but there are many. Um, okay. I guess I could recommend them, but I, I don't feel like it. That's Maybe fine. I will don't on worry. Telegram or something. Don't but, worry. Uh, don't. Yeah, you can drop they, them in the chat say, in Telegram. They basically say that, you know, Trump's got all this, uh, you know, he's got this unwritten story and, you know, they've, they've kind of taken him out of the public eye. And uh, I think they're priming to bring him back. Possibly with disclosure. I hope so. I want to see Trump riding on a UFO while, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know. I want to see Trump step out of the UFO. I do. What's really weird, too, is there's a lot of QAnon supporters that um, just got the vaccine, you know, just because Trump said to get the vaccine. Yeah. So I don't even understand how he's supposed to represent any kind of... Um, you know, any sort of resistance to anything when you're going along with the, with the vaccine narrative. Yeah. Well, you know, he's the one he bragged about, you know, he got the vaccine. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't even have this vaccine, this wonderful vaccine, this vaccine is so great. We have the best vaccines. They're all supposed to get indicted. They're all supposed to get indicted by July 4th. Well, Trump and his. Yeah. And then there's that. And of course, you know, the, the, my, my new friend at work talking about Hillary Clinton was hanged and James Comey is now singing. I don't believe any of that. I don't either. I don't believe any of that. I, I don't. He, he's like, well, he's like, you saw at George Bush's funeral when they were handing out those envelopes, the looks on their faces. I'm like, yeah, if somebody came up to me that I didn't know during her funeral and started handing out envelopes with some weird writing on it, I wouldn't be too thrilled about that either. Yeah, I don't know the story. I think there's been a huge psyop going on. It's pretty obvious. Well, clearly, the whole thing is a psyop. The entire thing is a huge metascript that we're all just watching unfold on a daily basis. And depending on depending on which uh, which brain program, uh, you know, uh, brain control or mind control program you you subscribe to or have been programmed by, you see the script the way they want you to see it. Whether you're a, li- a, a libtard, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, whether you're a libtard you or the, not. What do you think of the music video uh, screenshots I sent you with the uh, kind of firmament and Manhattan Project? Yeah, that was really. I know that definitely. With the the uh, the nuclear testing shots and stuff, I that's interesting, especially considering all the other stuff that she's been. The idea uh, that aliens put us in a bubble because of the Manhattan Project, yeah, and they've been messing with us since then to like maybe. teach us how to not be violent. I, I don't know about all that, but maybe. But, I mean, that's what I know. I'm not saying it's true. No, no, I know that's I mean, the that's that's the, that's, that's, that's the story that they're pushing, pushing with that right there. That's, that's the Luciferian about. message. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's a lot. <clears throat> excuse me. There's a lot with that. I mean, it says Venus on the. Th- I mean, Venus, Lucifer. So, yeah, it's very clear. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Next time you come on with astrology, you got to do more astrology, though, bud. I know, man. I'm I sorry. Know. It's cool. Sorry, it's cool. We time. always love having you on. You're always. It's always a pleasure having Astro help us out with the show. You're always a lot of fun. A lot of information. Thanks, What's that? 
Thanks, Johnny. I appreciate it. No, anytime, man. And you're in the chat now in the Paranormies chat. So if you're in the Paranormies chat, you get to chat with Astro all the time, too. There you go. All right. And DB, we're going to go on break. DB, you had you have a song for us, right? Yeah, I have another skinny puppy song. It's about animal experimentation. It's called uh, Grape Wisdom. Ooh, another skinny puppy song. We'll be back.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Reinhard von Krieger, Dogbot, and Jack Intern. We got the Bitcoin and the loan scum bit out of the way. Man, we can't go one week, huh? Not even... Seems like you can't go a day. Actually, speaking of fucking loan scum, did you see the... What is it? His baby mama, his wife? What is she? Grimes? That thing? Yeah. Right? She said, AI could make communism work and we should and communists should give ai a chance how about that uh, okay thanks uh dirty music gf is she even a music gf i guess like she's like like the the you know the dirty music gf that you know makes stuff on a laptop and then you know plays it on the broken phone for you (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah the the broken phone speaker mixtape i remember yeah. those yep yeah but no but think about this i mean sure she's the dirty art hoe girlfriend nasty music girlfriend whatever but get past that and look at what she said who is she with she's elon's girl like elon has more influence than probably every politician put together Right. On society and even on uh, industry, for that matter. Right. This fake guy and his fake girlfriend have hold sway over a lot of stuff like Bitcoin included. So when somebody like her starts talking about communism and AI. I don't know. That's definitely, definitely interesting. Definitely not something to ignore. I mean, right. It just shows once again that all of these people are interconnected and they're all just blowing each other up or, or blowing. Well, okay. I had to stop myself there. Uh, please, they're all please just this is a family show, Reinhardt. And inflating each other's narratives. So, of course, Elon Musk is connected into AI, into transhumanism as he is. And, of course, his girlfriend is going to come out with this when, as far as I know, and I've seen only a couple things from Grimes, I've never heard anything come out of her whore mouth that I thought was intelligent. <laughs> so to hear her go into something like that is just, it's not her talking. She's a mouthpiece. That's all she is. I had no idea who this person was until like a month ago. Also, I apologize for saying she like six times. Well, right. But it, it's, it's, Lone Scum's baby mama that they named after what the Wi-Fi password that came with the router. Probably. I think that's I think that's the the story or something stupid like that. But yeah, she's a musician and I guess if you call it that, I don't know. But yeah, just talking about how AI and communists can get along because AI can produce using something about using the abundance and making sure that everybody has enough and like all the stupid communist platitudes. But it's just interesting that these are the people that are pushing that. Could you imagine, like, in the 60s, um, in, in, like, in the 60s, seeing a, a, was there TV in the 60s? Or TV, was TV, there was TV in the 50s, right? Yeah, it was 50s, 60s. Yeah. There was TV in the 40s. Right, that's right. There's that close TV in the 1800s, but that's Tartarian. Um, but the, uh, you know, the commercials in the 60s, could you imagine seeing, like, Janis Joplin or who who is it? Joe Cocker, right? From fucking Woodstock, all whacked out. Right? That guy? The get by with little help from my friends guy who's like sucking up half of Bolivia up one side of his face. 
Like, imagine him doing a commercial for like politics, right? Back in the 60s. Could you imagine like what people would think? In the 70s, if some fucking Studio 54 coked out fucking faggot, uh, you know, uh, Bee Gees, one of the Bee Gees or some other degenerate fucking 70s cokehead spandex wearing fag got up and was doing a, a political commercial. You know, really, that's kind of what it's similar to. Yeah, like, I mean, I can imagine Rick Astley in the 80s asking us to give AI a chance and never give it up and never let it go and it'll give communism a chance. Right, because communism will never run around and desert you. No. No. Give you UBI. Never going to give you food. Yeah. Or UTI. I don't want to talk about UTIs. Stop it. Wow. Um. But yeah, that's who we have. That's who we have talking about AI, and, you know. And and it's the kids. It's it's for the kids because the kids are all into this stuff, right? I don't I don't get it. But yeah, Grimes and AI, great, great, great. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, gotta love content. I love yeah. That's accidental content. I for, I had forgotten about the Grimes thing. Um, let's do your let's do your five minutes of AOC there, DB. Oh, I really? I, I was really wanting to get into the uh, Tariq Nasheed buck-breaking stuff, man. All right, all right, all right. But that's not spoopy. And neither is the AOC thing. I mean, it's just a game. It is the AOC thing. I know it's not spoopy, but it is sort of alternative history. What, the AOC thing or, or buck-breaking? No, the, the, the Tariq <laughs> Nasheed stuff. Sure. Oh, like it's Okay, so so basically uh, the, the blacks have learned enough from the Jews about the fake Holocaust narrative that they are creating their own alternative history at how horrible and horrible things were for them during the slave days coming up with a bunch of shit that didn't happen. Right. So like last year we heard about uh, the cannibalism on, on the plantations and uh, the babies being fed to alligators. Right. Uh, uh, Just last week we had the, uh, well, not just last week, but starting from the, the Watchmen TV series, we have the fake Tulsa riots and, and now they're, they're, uh, the Negro cause they're erasing, they're, they're, they're erasing the word riot and they're, they're crossing it out and putting massacre, right? You it's know? the Tulsa so massacre. Like, like, like there wasn't like, there wasn't losses on both sides and like, they're like, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. But Tariq Nasheed, who he is a. He is a class A Twitter race hustler. Yes. Uh, now I like he's not uh he's not Al Sharpton tier. Um he is a little bit uh okay, so he does speak out a lot against blacks being used in homosexual situations in mass media. And he even has like an interesting like hour long thing on YouTube about uh, young blacks breaking the propaganda and stuff like that. He, he, so like he tries, like he tries to be based for blacks, but it's not like he just completely went off the rails and released this thing called buck breaking, which apparently in order to it, like, apparently this is more alternative history where the plantation owners used to rape black men in order to emasculate them. And so he's literally taking the biggest L that blacks could ever take 
in uh, in a alternative history sense. Oh, I, I also need to add the sixteen nineteen project to their their all their black alternative history sort of yes. narrative. You cannot uh, forget it's the New York Times, right? The nineteen this whatever that is the sixteen nineteen project, right? And, yes. and so, uh, 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 Coates is the 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 red haired uh, Hasey Coates. Yeah, the Ronald McDonald clown yes. motherfucker. Tanahegro uh, so Coates. In, in a in a literal uh, sense of great minds think alike, I was thinking about how Tariq Nasheed went from uh, being K-Flex, the rapper, and also writing a book called The Art of Mackin, and to the this book-breaking thing. And I, I woke up this morning, and Zero HP Lovecraft had already done a really great tweet showing the the the, the genesis of uh, f- from his from the the art of Mackin by Tariq Kflex Nasheed, and then he also wrote uh, <laughs> from the author of the art of Mackin, and uh, the New York Times dubbed it a classic. Is uh, the Mac within? And it's the holy book of the game, uh, Tariq Kingflex Nasheed. And uh, it shows him uh, with a little chalice that says Kingflex. And he's in a suit that actually fits. And he's holding a, he's holding a woman who's looking longingly in the distance. Now, uh, this, is, this is also really funny because I don't know if you guys remember the way certain rap album covers looked in the the early aughts or anything, how, how the names of the rappers would be fully encrusted in jewels. But on, on oh, yeah. the Mac within, on the Mac within the, 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 the title of the book is fully, is fully encrusted in jewels. That's, that's hilarious. Um, you, you said his name was K flex. Was it anything like, uh, oh, good Lord, stop it. Do the bit, do the bit. Come on, computer, do the bit. <laughs> Hold on. Clearly a headstrom. No, no. K-Flex. Headstrom. K-Flex! There you go. When I hear K-Flex, I think of the scene from Finding Nemo. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh Thank you for that daily Brad Garrett. There you go. Yeah, daily giant Ashkenazi Jew. <laughs> He's huge. But- He's a very, very large Jewish man. And of course, played in Italian for years, and everybody loves Raymond. Right. Well, you, on um on the uh, the Red Ice Hollywoodism episode, they did this thing uh, where they broke down uh, like every mention of like Jewishness or Talmudism or you know just just any sort of Hebraic content on TV. And there was probably like a five minute stream of Brad Garrett saying Jewish stuff. Like on on the different shows he was on 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 Everyone Loves Raymond and then the other show where he was the main character him and his wife were the two main characters I forgot the name of that show but he like he oh, said I don't remember yeah he's like you know who are an interesting people the Orthodox Jews the Hasidic Orthodox Jews like and it's like everything he's like you know he, he comes walking downstairs and like in a in a, like a cowboy hat and what I forgot his wife called him something you know the the rhinestone rabbi. Or something, you know, like it's all his Jewish jokes. All of it. it's it's terrible. Everybody loves Raymond. It's probably the third most Jewish show on TV. It really is, unfortunately. Maybe I used to love that growing up. The most Jewish show is Seinfeld, and it's the worst. It's more Jewy than uh, than uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm 
because Curb Your Enthusiasm, they admit they're, they're Jewish. Like, you know, Larry David's clearly a Jew in the, you know, in the show, right? Where Jerry Seinfeld is the only Jew in the show. Everybody else is just white. Very anti-white, very Jewish show. Really? Yeah. I, wow. Pretty sure. There's, Pretty sure everybody's I, supposed to be white, except for Jerry. Almost 100,000 percent. George Costanza? Paella? It's Italian. He's Italian. Costanza, he's Italian. Or Spanish. I don't know. They were very ambiguous about that because paella is kind of an, a Spanish dish. And his father was definitely like the stereotypical mad Italian dad, which he did on uh, King of Queens. He played the crazy Italian dad. Yeah, that was um, Ben Stiller's dad. Jerry yeah, Jerry Stiller. Stiller who's, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, the little midget Jew, but but he plays an Italian all the time. Yeah, That's what they do. They always insert themselves into other ethnicities, mm. <clears throat> um, especially Italians, I've noticed. Yeah. Well, and uh, they always play the crypto. They always ruin those ethnicities. Had to do with the merchant class back. That's why they're in you know, the merchant class married in with the Medici class. And that's how the Medicis became the Medicis. The Medici. But, yeah, the Medicis, which are Italian, but they echo harder than the Grand Canyon. Boy. So Yeah, get back uh, to your let's get back to your to your uh book breaking. The Tariq Nasheed taking the biggest L for the black race publicly online. I, I think it's the biggest L that no black man asked for. Yes. You know, like like I, I don't like I I I could see a total uh I could see a total of like twenty five black dudes going along with this, except I just saw a montage uh meme of a bunch of black dudes holding up their copies of this DVD and they're all making the same soy face as the guy with the, the Nintendo Switch. Have you seen these his- Yeah. Have you heard about these bug blacks? I know. I listen. I've met a few here and there. I didn't know that it was that prevalent. It is prevalent now because, um, because it's popular. Star Wars is popular. You know, the Marvel right. Marvel universe is huge, and of course, superheroes. You know, black they love superheroes I, because I've superheroes. Met more, I've met more bug Hispanics. Like I, I've said, uh, they're easily marketed. I've to. said before that the his, the Hispanic is the the perfect replacement class for for whites for the elite because they out consumer us on everything you can go purchase and they love all the hollywood shit they love all the fucking nerdy shit they love all the sports ball shit uh and they they buy the fuck out of whatever's the most popular oh, outfits they do. and shoes and they do well, yeah, and they're and always while, out with their family with like six kids, dads in the ba- in the basketball shirt or football jersey, and always out going to a Marvel movie or consuming something, big mm-hmm. restaurant, big movie, whatever it is. Um, that's a good point, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Yep. Second generation Hispanics I've met whose parents came over here, uh, they are so bugged out, dude. It, like they're, I mean, it's I, the same I, with I most like immigrant. I, it's the same with most immigrant populations. The second generation yeah. gets fully westernized. Like Chinese girls start developing, you know, curves because of all the well, McDonald's. I think it's because the the first generation, the ones who come over here, they harp on their families and on their children so often. You know, I came here with a penny in my pocket. Mm. We came here for a better life, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're going to be Americans. Um, at least that's how it always was with, you know, uh, immigrant families 
years ago from well my that's experience. european immigrants i don't know man like living in california as long as i did i saw oh okay plenty of of bug when they weren't all no some of them were like the tejanas in texas where they've been there for generations and they're just they're just california chicanos you know mexicans dude i don't know what you want to call them but that um, is fair okay but they're all they're all like the biggest sports fans the biggest yeah, the biggest Marvel movie fans, the biggest, they're consumers. And they, while they might have a little bit of European blood in there from this, the Spaniards from back in the day, I don't think they got that um, that gene that whites have. You know how they say that, like, white men are the hardest people to advertise to? Because white guys, you know, they're like, if they want something, they just get it. The women like being advertised to, Right. Right. So they didn't get that. You know, and it's easy to advertise to women. It's easy to sell stuff to women with, with pretty pictures and stuff. With guys, it's not so much. White guys, at least. But yeah, so you got that. You, you don't have that, I guess. And they're, they're huge consumers. Every Marvel movie premiere, it's full of specs. All, always. And, but now you get the Bug Blacks, right? You get the Bug Blacks who all dress like fucking Darth Maul on Halloween and have $500 lightsaber replicas and... Well, and then you get or, you so, know, the gay blacks, right? Oh, right. Gay, I was about to say well, I, what I the point I wanted to the last point I wanted to make with this buck breaking thing is: does this like give a historical narrative for the phenomenon amongst blacks known as the down low? It could give an explanation for that. You mean like niggas is gay? Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Like they, I mean, but, but yeah. They don't, no, no, they that's my explanation. No, my explanation is niggas is gay. Uh, right. <laughs> second. Right. But second. Do you, think, do you think that they're trying to find like a? Do you they're trying they're to trying. They're trying to come up with a. They're trying to retcon a reason for why it's it's epigenetic trauma. Why niggas is gay? They're not denying. Yeah. Nobody's denying niggas is gay because Tariq never said niggas wasn't gay. But what he did say was the reason why niggas was gay was because apparently these little white farmer men, you know, these little white plantation owners took these big ass black bucks and broke them with their little tiny white penises, right? What kind of faggot ass ancestors did you guys have anyways? I don't P- know. Like, pussy uh, ass, like pussy ass ancestors. Uh, another, another one that another online Twitter race hustler is this, uh, Bishop, Bishop Talbert Swan. And he, man, he loves quote tweeting our our guys who cycle through accounts on fucking Twitter. He just can't stop himself. And he he's he has all kinds of like stupid slurs that are never really going to take hold. He calls us saltines. Oh god! Oh, uh, yeah. He says that our mayonnaise is dripping, uh, amongst other stuff. But he came up with another alternative history narrative that Memorial Day was really started by blacks who were serving in the Union forces to memorialize uh, their uh, triumph over, I don't know, over some Confederate uh, oh, like force sh- or something stop. like that. So where are all these blacks from the North coming from there, buddy? Where I don't know, Canada? Right, well, how'd they get to Canada? Did they, like I said last time, when when the slaves were being rounded up, were they given a choice? You know, Alabama or Canada? They're like, these were like uh, they fucked up and got on the wrong boat and ended up in South Carolina on a tobacco plantation? Or, you know, they were supposed to take the other boat and go be free men up in Vermont? Where'd all these free blacks come from? And how are they free? 
I, I want somebody to explain well, that thing, part given, of the narrative. Given the population of free blacks in the North at the time, let's say around the time of the Civil War, I mean, it was a couple hundred thousand, but it was that's not that many. Sure. If it was a couple hundred thousand, though, where did they come from? Right. And when the slaves were apparently uh, not allowed to breed, their families were separated. They weren't allowed to really breed unless you believe all the other disgusting photographs. Guys, guys are, are you guys like completely forgetting the classic Matthew Broderick and Denzel Washington movie, Glory? Uh, I thought you were talking about 12 Years a Slave. No. I've never seen Glory. No. Oh. Never. Well, you know, it had they, they all actually ended up dying. Oh, good. But like, it, it's the it's the journey. It's the journey of how they got there. It's the triumph. You know, it's it's a it's what they call in sports a uh, moral victory. So, did they go through like the like did Harriet Tubman just zap them through the Underground Railroad and then all of a sudden they start pushing out like ten kids apiece? Like, no, you know, moral no, victory. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Twenty times more entertaining Hang- than glory. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you know that a moral victory is just a, another name for a loss. Yes, yes, yes but yes. like no, 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 it's for faggots. I never. Moral victories are for faggots. Nobody, nobody ever counts a moral victory. You lost. You lost. Loser. Janu- like January sixth for Qtards is a moral victory. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> that Ashley was a Babbitt for anyone or anything. That was hey, yeah. just a cluster. <laughs> that whole thing, man. That whole thing was absolutely nuts and gay and fake and God, so fake. actually you know what no somebody did win a moral victory on january 6th the black hebrew israelites how they made it out totally unscathed they didn't kill anybody did they were they are, even are, there are, are are the black hebrew israelites the peak of black alternative history uh i would have said yes before i saw all of this and yeah, the buck breaking. <laughs> the buck breaking is pretty funny. It is is a pretty large cell phone. That's that's the thing is it's a massive cell phone, but it's not going to be perceived that way. It's just going to be more anti-white propaganda. That's all it's right, going to be. Right. What it's is, more, it's more anti-white libel, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> but it, it's almost as bad as the hieroglyphic showing the the pharaohs getting their dicks washed, right? Like it's it's you think that's a real you think that's a real hieroglyph and not just some art somebody threw up on the internet? No, I don't think no, I don't think it's I don't think it's real, but okay. like it's 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 it's, it's sort of like a I don't know, it reminds me of that. It's the same level of comedy, yes. Right. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we was keep we was dick washers, now get out of here. It just shows the the absolute depths that they sink to. Like you said, Dogbot, they've learned from the Jewish Holocaust narrative, and they've sunk to such depths that they are they are really willing to classify themselves mm-hmm. as faggots because the white man raped them. Well, don't forget, don't forget, it's not just blacks that are doing this. They've they've had a lot of help from Jews, right? Oh, but yeah. it, it, they're like they're really clinging on to it because in the victimhood uh, hierarchy coalition they're losing ground uh, yeah they're losing a lot of ground like, right there's like, been yeah, a falling, lot they're of falling behind the gays they're falling behind the trans well there's they're, they're yeah there's been a major shuffle like, like they ate like like they they had a they had riots all summer last summer and uh they 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 backed the crazy old guy with the corn pop story and 
they got an anti-Asian hate bill. Right. You know, they like that they're 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 spinning right now in their well, inside. And you're seeing black, like gay blacks, trans blacks, you're seeing all of that everywhere. So they're really they're really trying to push into all these demographics and push those demographics out into entertainment among those losses. Right. Including uh like in the world of fashion, you have a gay handicapped black model in a wheelchair. You guys seen that one? Yeah, it looks like a black Stephen Hawking. That's being in a dress. Really mean to Stephen Hawking. He was even though, anyway. even though he wasn't real, that thing was. I think Actually, Stephen Hawking. I did just see this too. Uh, first black. Uh, what was it? Oh shoot! Hang on, let me pull it up. It was. It was unsuggested. It was. What? Oh no! First black like Miss Universe or something like that. What? Ah uh, oh, shoot! Yeah, it was first black like Miss Universe. No, oh. that was just coming up that was just announced yeah so, i don't know but they, they're really they're pushed oh sexiest woman alive is what uh, it is oh sexiest woman alive is that the one Ooh. is that in the Ooh. chat with the one with the it looks like a dude oh oh yeah i'm putting this picture in the chat oh this is disgusting i'm getting right. this off my computer as soon as possible though all right good lord we'll do that but um, to... yeah you better go, go wa- you better you better go wash your ass <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, oh oh there you go that's, that's a disgusting. guy that is a man. I said that it's a guy. I didn't and, say you did. This is the first I've seen this picture, though. This is the first I've seen this picture. Packs of Newports on its pants. It says Dude, no. That's yeah. Literally packs of new. It says no Newport. Right, because they're banned. The, because they're yeah. banned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I mean, they might as they might as well made that dude hold a, up a fucking drumstick as well, like from KFC. <laughs> That is the most photoshopped navel. The navel looks like some kind of cyberpunk port that you would plug in for your. Looks like, like no, it looks like it. It looks kind of like the mouth on Dogbot's favorite uh, Rage Wojak Doge, or the oh, or the, Matrix, yeah. the Matrix Jack, the Sarlacc, the the, the Sarlacc pit mouth Doge. But anyway, it looks like this thing looks like a bad rendering for a video game character okay and i'm gonna get it out of my computer i'm pretty sure this was a video game character in that uh last of us 2 trans sexy that's what i was thinking i I couldn't think of the name the last of us 2 fighter 5 or something Uh, virtual fighter 5 when um who's the who was the uh who was the brazilian guy eddie he eddie went trans or or grand theft auto baltimore Come on. We're shitposting now. We did that already once this week. Last week. I, I know. All right. Back to the news. Back to the news. No more buck breaking. Just, you know, blacks don't. Niggas is gay. Niggas is gay. All right. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> oh, California man. assault weapons ban. Overturned. California has not the strictest gun laws because that's Cook County, Illinois and uh, New York. But California has the most fucked up gun laws in that they have the longest list of banned guns, including the Colt 1911 American Freedom version. The American Two Freedom Wars. The American Freedom, you know, boomer pistol is on the banned pistol list. American Freedom. All right. Anyway, 
California assault weapons ban overturned as a federal judge compares AR-15 to a Swiss army knife. And that wasn't a bad thing. Okay, he said that the firearms ban, the decades-long firearms ban, was a failed experiment. Um, he said that uh, they were these things were not, you know, the this guy's name was Benitez. Judge Roger, Roger Benitez. Ben- Roger Benitez says... Uh, the sections of state ban in place since 89 regarding military style rifles violate the Second Amendment. He said he characterized the assault weapons California's are barred from using are not bazookas, howitzers or machine guns, but rather fairly ordinary, however, popular and modern rifles. So then he compared the AR-15 to a Swiss Army Army knife. He said, like the Swiss Army knife, the AR-15 is a perfect combination of a home defense weapon and a homeland defense weapon. So... That's uh, that's actually kind of cool for California. Uh, however, surprising that made it through. Right. But, uh, well, there's a request from the attorney general. Ah. Yes. So today, and I want to say this guy's got a Rob Bonta. He's a Democrat. They, have, they, they pop that right next to his name. Uh, attorney general Rob Bonta says the decision is fundamentally flawed. There's no sound basis in law, fact, or common sense for equating assault rifles to Swiss Army knives, especially on gun violence awareness days and after the recent shootings in our own California communities. Now, this is what they do, okay? And then we have Benitez is trying to, he's trying to get rid of this in the middle of all this gun, quote, gun violence and all these, quote, shootings in California. There were um, all the shootings in the United States last year, only one mass shooting was perpetrated with an assault rifle. With an AR. Everything else, like 90% of shootings were perpetrated by handguns. I, my funniest, the, the funniest thing for me is whenever this shit uh, gets in the conservative talking points and the libtard talking points, mm-hmm. it, there there's always a back and forth between arsenal posters and people that are like haha you stupid arsenal posters uh you know you can't do anything against tanks and warthogs you know and then and then the arsenal posters always say haha well the people that drive those tanks and pilot those warthogs have homes they have to go back to and i saw this one retarded person say what you think you're going to follow a tank back home with <laughs> It's an AR-15. Like, they're just going to drive the tank back, back to their house with their wife and kids. Like, uh, I mean, you guys take the uh, truck. I'm taking this. Spent a whole day Waco in a bunch of Arsenal posters. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a long day. It, like, yeah. hey, look at that guy up the street. He's got an AR-15. I can't believe he followed me home. Right. Right. That's... <laughs> I don't think that's... Do they get to take the tanks home? I would imagine they're delivered, <clears throat> probably if, to if a determined location. If like, I got to horse. take the if I got to take the tank home, I'm signing up right now. Dude, you're too old. We're both too old. If I would have known that you can take the I, tank home, could, cops take their cars home, right? Dude, if I can drive a U-Haul truck, I can pilot a tank. I've famous last. I have. Hey, I'm <laughs> I'm a certified forklift operator, so. Oh no! Here come the memes. No, yes, you're not. <laughs> I I have been certified by several different companies on. Fort I've been Lester. certified by OSHA. I am OSHA certified. I am certified by the United States Navy, or I was. That's probably expired. 
Uh, and I'm certified by several different companies. I was, on- was going to say, I don't think you want the certification from the U.S. Navy anymore. No. <laughs> at no, this point. No. <laughs> right. So anyways, so after, okay, so now you have uh, Bonsa wants to talk about, you know, oh, God, it's uh, you after the recent shootings. I'm just going to use that voice anyway. So after pushing for a ban on assault weapons and high-capacity ammunition mags, uh, President Deepfake announced back in April that he wants, you know, he wants to, or he did, excuse me, he announced a series of executive actions to help curb gun violence, including a rule that the Justice Department released that would put new restrictions on, quote, ghost guns. Uh, These are kits that allow buyers to assemble firearms without a serial number. Nobody, there's no such thing as a ghost gun. Stop it. It's not real. They're using scare words. Um, just like, uh, the, the people who hacked, what is it, JBS or whatever, the uh, hacker group from Eastern Europe known as Dark Side, right? So this is ghost guns. Anyway. Yeah, I honestly yeah. don't, <clears throat> I haven't seen, I don't think any shooting so far has been perpetrated with a ghost gun. Uh, I haven't seen nope. anything other than just like gay arsenal posters on Reddit that are like, oh man, just 3D printed. And he's got a few, you know, a few of the components, but sure. Like, if you're right. dumb enough, if, look, if you're dumb enough to, to post your 3D printed shit online, you're dumb enough to get arrested for it. I'm sorry. You deserve to get arrested. Yeah, you deserve that. that yes. Point. Yes. You know, just don't post guns on the Internet. Post guns on the Internet. Yeah. You know, that's just that's retarded. Stop you Arsenal deserve, posting. Yeah. Just you don't. deserve Stop the it. ATF. Yeah. Stop. Stop talking about taking your kid to the range stop showing your cool stuff that you got to you know just stop I, doing it like i know stop from giving them data like i know from firsthand experience do not talk about rhodesian military history either so stop talking about any sort of military history because that apparently makes you a terrorist you can't yeah you can't talk about you can't talk about the guys that won unless they were the actual good guys. Well, they were the good guys at one point. But then we realized yes. that they beat black people. And that's just, we can't have that. Blacks can't lose. They could never lose. They've been losing. You know, it's just not right. They can't lose. You know, that did remind me, actually. I'm going to post this in the Skype chat. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it. Uh, right. But I saw this a few days ago. Um 72 types of Americans that are considered potential terrorists. Yeah, I did see that. Government documents. I did see that. And that is very scary because like I'm considered a terrorist for many of these reasons. Yeah, it's like, okay, there are several thousand, probably million people out there who hit every single one of these points. Mm -hmm. It's like (laughs) it's like you could have just put one point up there and just said like Boomer QAnon supporter. So let's uh let's let's finish up with this AR thing with the bands and stuff. Sure. So Benitez, this judge, is actually doing something in the state of California about guns. That's actually kind of cool. So um law abiding citizens, you know, own already in California almost two hundred thousand uh, there's two hundred thousand registered assault rifles in California already. And in California, it's already got retarded restrictions. You got to have that bullet button where you basically have to have a key to take the magazine out. And uh, they only allow 10 round magazines like an AR with a 10 round magazine that you got to drop the mag with a key. 
Like, how much fun is that? Like, niggas not going to be walking into a shopping mall and doing that. Right, right. But that's kind of the, the whole, quote, reason for all of that. Um, right. So this guy was actually, he's in, he, it's not, he's been ruling in favor of gun rights for a while. W put him in, in office in, uh, in 2004, in office, put him on the bench in 2004. Oh, uh, so he's one of those mm-hmm. W appointees. Yep. We're going to have to, we're yep. going to have to pack the courts, get rid of the guys like this. Yes. Well, his, well, he's now, it, it hasn't been there yet. He is, this is just the California Supreme Court. Right. But I'm saying like, yeah, like. Well, I'm sorry. He's yeah, he's a federal judge, but he's not a Supreme Court justice. So, right. Oh my God. Right, but they, you still gotta like pack the other courts. Well, you know, you gotta I mean, well, you gotta pack the Supreme Court in case stuff like this gets to the Supreme Court. So, guys, Jack put something in chat just a minute ago that fits perfectly with this, and and with something else we've talked about at length. I uh, uh, got. Go ahead. Sorry. So, uh, this this pertains to the uh, Benitez ruling in California. So he says the news out of California reverberated across the nation over the weekend. Fred Gutenberg, whose 14-year-old daughter, Jamie, was killed in the 2018 mass shooting in Parkland, Florida, denounced the judge for using, quote, the exact language of the gun lobby in his ruling. A version of the AR-15 was used to kill 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. He said, quote, my daughter's in a cemetery, because a Swiss Army knife was not used, because it was an AR-15. Gutenberg, a gun safety activist, told CNN, if a Swiss, Swiss Army knife was used, my daughter and most of those other kids and adults would be alive today. Wow. So they're bringing up Parkland. Yep. <laughs> which makes <laughs> Thank me... Thank you, Jack. Which, you know, of course, you know, let's go back to some Fetzer posting. Parkland's faking gay, right? Absolutely, Parkland right. was faking gay. We we had him on. That's why, yeah. You didn't you didn't listen to the episode we had him on, DB. We did Parkland, and he was awesome for that episode. He uh, he. We called it as faking gay. I called him up. He came on that same day. That's that, awesome. I, I mean, yeah. And this just it, this just goes to prove. Well, this goes as further proof to in, in our opinion of the faking gayness when guys like this pop up for manufactured controversies like this mm-hmm. exactly you know like like uh, never mind the facts that it's just a popular rifle platform that the most popular rifle platform stuff for it the most popular rifle platform that if you buy enough stuff for it it looks really scary it looks like something from a from an 80s action movie if you put enough shit on it you know right like, but it's just a standard rifle platform. It's not, it's not super special. No, it's it's, it's just, just the it's, it's, it's the rifle platform right now, and that's because it's customizable. Right, like there's so much there's so much stuff you can get for and people like to, uh, people like to customize things. They like to individualize uh, things for their own hobbies. You know, so, and I, I mean. It, you know, the, like the thing, the thing is, is like the people that argue against the AR-15 online, the fucking libtards say, "Oh, you can't use it for home defense." I mean, I, I guess, I, I mean, like, I, I, that's a stupid thing. But the Second Amendment's not for home, like, not simply for home defense. You right. Know? 
But it doesn't it, like it, getting into what the Second Amendment's about and everything doesn't matter. Like the the people, the creatures that are in fucking charge of this continent wide strip mall, they don't give a fuck about a piece of parchment written in fancy handwriting from over two hundred years ago. No, nobody don't. cares about that anymore at this point in the game. That's why. Well, no. that's why you know one of the reasons it's well, it's going to be gone fairly shortly. Don't worry. Uh, probably the next generation of kids won't even be able to read it because it's written in. Uh, you know, calligraphy and cursive. Well, except for Keats, the guy that sent us the handwritten letter, uh, his children will probably be able to read it still. And I respect that. I'll give you, That's I'll give awesome. you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Hopefully he liked the break song. for tonight. <laughs> Speaking of the break song, I can't find it in chat. You're gonna have to repost it. I'll repost it. Thank you. No, but it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's once again, just the, you see Benitez, he's actually citing facts, statistics. He's doing the the Republican bit, mm-hmm. and then the Democrats are doing their bit. They right. are focusing on his comparison to knives, Swiss Army knives, and just hammering on semantics constantly. And then, of course, bringing out things like Parkland and the mass shootings, tugging people's right. heartstrings. And as we all know, facts don't care about feelings, but that's how it's always worked. So this is just going to go back and forth, back and forth. Who knows if this is going to get overturned in the next 30 days, but I don't see a difference. Like it well, doesn't matter either way. Yeah. At this point. Do you think maybe, I don't know. Do you think maybe this is some kind of a play him using the word Swiss army knife, you know, so dude could jump out and I don't know, maybe this was more scripted this whole entire thing. Why wouldn't it be? He's yeah. a Bush appointee. I mean, it's not like anything special. It's not like they've come out and said he's a white supremacist, considering his last name is what Benitez. Benitez, yeah, yeah. So it, you know, they're they're doing this. They're they're doing the red team versus blue team bit right now. Right. Yeah. You know, like like there was no reason for him to compare it to a fucking Swiss Army knife. Like okay, like it's a rifle platform. Mm-hmm. It's not a fucking Swiss Army knife. No. Why would you? Why would you even wh- like? Why even as a judge would you just sort? It, it's sort of it, like it's reckless wording because you really think that's reckless wording. Not, I mean, as a judge, well, I guess maybe I could see it. Yeah, it, from from his position as a sure, judge, sure, that's a stupid way to phrase something to make your point. Yes, it's I like, agree like, for it, a judge. It, so you know, wow, like, Jack has a good point. The eternal Swiss strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and we all know the truth about the Swiss. We do, and that's what people, you know, that's for like the longest time. We didn't believe that this could be possible, but it is true. It's the Swiss. <laughs> it's always been it's the Swiss. always how long until that becomes I, the next parenthesis? The Swiss, yes, you know, yes, the the the. Uh, oh my God! What I can't even I can't even do the bits right now. Like it's. This is so stupid, but no, the people that do all this stuff, yeah, they're all from Switzerland. They're all they're CERN and the Bank of International Settlements and the Central Intelligence oh. Agency. And so you go, yeah, hey, tell, where's the headquarters of the CIA? And what what does every person tell you? Langley, Virginia, right? No, it's not. It's it's Geneva, Switzerland. Geneva is. And has always been a sort of axis mundi, a very mm-hmm. occult center of mm-hmm. the world. It is. Always. Yep, it is. And the CIA is the central intelligence agency. The Red Cross folds into the cube of Saturn. Whoa. 
Damn straight it does. Where's the Red Cross headquartered? No, but the Red Cross is uh, on the Swiss flag. It folds into the Cuba Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, and, and that's I a realize. white cross on the Swiss flag. Oh, red I, cross is the it's a red cross. cross it's thing. a it's a white cross on a red flag. Yeah, is I, it or is I it a white? A cross, wait, I used to have a swatch. I used to know general. this. Hold on, I used to know this. I had a swatch at one point. Whoa, whoa! You sure you want to say that on the internet? What do you mean? I almost bought wait, another one. I almost bought another one like a year and a half ago or so. I saw him at the mall. Watch? Yeah. That's such an 80s like it, uh, collector bugman thing. Was, do you remember all the different swatches? From you could get all the. Yeah, dude, I had. I was a kid. I got one for Christmas and then I spent like the next year buying parts for it. And I'm like, this yeah. is dumb. Yeah, I, I had one and uh, it didn't last very long because uh, I went outside all the time and things like that got broken. So, you know. Yeah, I did too. I had a swatch phone. Yeah. Remember the phone? You could pick up you could pick up the bottom part, right? You pick up the top part and talk, and you pick up the bottom part and somebody else could talk. Red Qua- Red Cross headquarters is in Geneva, Switzerland. Oh my god. <laughs> do you know who el- do you know what else was from Switzerland? Uh HR Giger. Yes, HR Giger. One of my very, very favorite artists of all time. I have Yes. One of my favorite perverts. He's, yeah, he's probably my I, favorite I, pervert. I still can't believe he did that microphone stand for that one guy. <laughs> why? Why not, dude? Why? Why would you not guy. believe that? For Howard that Stern, guy. right? No, he no. did it for Jonathan Davis of Corn. Oh, Jonathan God. Davis. God, what a fucking faggot! I don't believe he has that. What? What's? I mean, Jonathan Davis is yeah terrible. I when I I saw Corn when they were like really young and they were they were okay they were okay dudes when i way back in the 90s i don't know they of course you know all that stuff turns you into after selling your soul and having it sucked out of your body and whatever you have to do to continue to stay stay relevant and famous but yeah no i, I don't still, i, still I don't like hate on him because hr Giger made him a mic stand that's fucked up i don't hate on him Jealousy. I still like I still like the sculpture he did for the the band Carcass for their album Heartwork. Mm, yes. This? Huh? Are we really Gen X posting? Oh, it's art. Well, I, Carcass isn't I, Gen I, X posting. I, I, won't, I won't get into Danzig Three Lucifuge the that album cover. Any- <laughs> All right, stop, 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 stop. All right. So the Red Cross is based in Switzerland. As is the CIA, the UN. as is the UN, as is the Bank of International Settlements, as is CERN, as is mm, there's a lot of other stuff. And you can give me the oh, it's because of the tax shelters. Yes. Well, why do you fuck do you think there's tax shelters there? Who would need tax shelters for money? Hmm. I wonder who. It's the Swiss. Hmm. It's the Swiss. Oh, and don't Jewish. forget too that there's there were uh, Templar headquarters in in uh, Switzerland as That's well. That's right. That's right. That's where yeah, where they supposedly were routed from. I don't yeah, I don't buy that either. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's in Parasol. It was the uh, the what is it? Uh, House of the Sun, and of course you got John Calvin and the whole Reformation stuff there too. Yep, or Pro- Protestant Reformation, but. Which served as a massive blood sacrifice. There you go. By the I way, saw- I looked up the CERN. I just I just 
curiosity, looked up CIA uh, Switzerland, and the first thing that came up, red alert, CIA headquarters located beneath CERN at Lake Geneva in Switzerland to hijack U.S. presidency from Trump under guise of Chinese cyber attack specifically to trigger World War Three. Hang, hang on a second. Slow down. Say I that again. Like my, I feel like I'm in my old boss's cubicle. <laughs> right. Right. Slow but down. The there, slow, boss. Dude. Did, slow down. Start over. Oh, man. No, I'll just read it. I'll read it normally. No. CIA headquarters located beneath CERN at Lake Geneva in Switzerland to hijack U.S. presidency from Trump under guise of Chinese cyber attacks specifically to trigger World War Three. Oof. All right. What comes, website is that from? Nine Eleven Truther. Hold on. What was what website is that from? Nine Eleven Truther. Oh, and by the way, the top banner has links to secret CIA HQ, Swiss CIA, Swiss Nazis, Nazi Russia, Obama six six six, and secret ISIS. Um, this is a great website. What, what, <laughs> drop it in the chat. What website is this? Yeah, I'm gonna drop it. This could be some great stuff. Oh boy. I, I would. Does I would it, never. I would never spend money on it, but I just saw like an alien Pez dispenser, you know, like with the, the, the it, second mouth that the comes grave. out. So when it, yeah, like, so the, like the little second mouth thing. Oh, 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 a, xeno, a xenomorph. Okay. Xenomorph. Yeah. 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 Those are cool. The, a xenomorph Pez dispenser where the, the little mouth pushes the Pez out. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I actually want one. I think, cool. think HR Giger would have really appreciated seeing his his work being turned into a dispenser for candy. Or yeah, at least he doesn't have to yeah, see his work turned into Funko Pops either. I mean uh, well it, a maybe it balances anyway, out. So. Maybe maybe that stuff balances out. I don't know if he would have liked Prometheus though. I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have liked Prometheus. Uh, I don't well, I, it was still kind of his art. I enjoyed it. I don't think, he, but I don't, I don't, I actually, I don't know if he would have even cared. He was a heroin addict. <laughs> him sure, and Salvatore Dali having an orgy. Yeah, him and Salvatore Dali. Yeah, exactly. Him, Salvatore Dali, and like Debbie Harry would be the, having like heroin orgies and shit. <laughs> Whoa! Back in the eighties. Oh yeah. Oh, I told you I met him I, I, after I got my tattoo of the, the the one on my leg. I got to meet HR Giger. He's really fucking weird. I bet. Like, he, yeah. I can totally, totally imagine him being probably one of the weirdest people you'd ever meet in your whole life. Yeah, this was 1995. Yeah, very strange. Oh. Oh, this is interesting. Johnny, you want to hear a couple of facts about Switzerland and their uh, their status? Yeah, tell me a little bit more about this place that has nothing to do with Jews whatsoever, ever. Yeah, so... Switzerland is in Central Europe, so it's centralized location, Axis Mundi. Uh, only neutral nation on Earth. Only <laughs> sovereign nation on Earth, aside from the Vatican, of course. Home to the... Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What do you mean by the only sovereign nation on Earth besides the Vatican? How is uh, Russia not sovereign? So, the thing about sovereign, sovereign nations or sovereign state flags, um, they are autonomous they're they don't have any sort of connection or oversight and never really have in their time period so i'm honestly i don't remember much more about them but i do know that they are the only other Hmm. sovereign nation besides the vatican okay they operate with no oversight no um what doesn't no membership to any sort of treaties or anything like that Hmm. okay 
Okay, oh. so there's my all right, continue. I'm sorry, go ahead. So there's sovereign state. Yep. Uh they're home of the Onyx system, which is an intelligence gathering system. Which is monitored by, I don't know, whatever government agency. Uh, but it's a massive intelligence system uh, that monitors like the public and military communications, like phone traffic, faxes, internet traffic, whatever. Right, so they're like the NSA. They they monitor the NSA basically. Yeah, it's like monitoring us. Yeah, and or the NSA. Um, they're home to the Holy See, the BIS, the Bank for International Settlements. Um. Of course, CIA and SS actually show up quite often in Switzerland. Hmm. Swiss National. What's that? I said, hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Swiss, Na- Swiss National Holiday is actually the anniversary of a um, some holiday from ancient Rome. Actually, I didn't even know this. Yeah. The holiday of the Roman goddess Spes or Spes means ancient hope. I don't huh. know. It's. Yeah, I've never heard of this. I've never heard any of this stuff. However, I'm going to have to look up the significance. Yeah, all this like top secret spoopy stuff being there and, you know, central. What did you call it? Monday, central Monday. Axis Monday. World's naval. Yeah, Axis Monday. Yes. Naval of the world. Um, Right there in the middle of Europe, completely, utterly neutral. But has probably 10 or more of the most powerful, if not the most powerful institutions on earth right there in Geneva under the oh, mountain. Oh, a thing on the sovereign nation. I was, yeah, I was correct. It is basically any nation that has the full right to power and govern itself that any interference from outside sources or bodies. Um, so basically, and part of the reason the Vatican is, is one of them too is, well, they also have a connection through the Swiss guard. Mm. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's the other thing. How does the Swiss guard, you know, guard the Vatican? How how is that possible? Why do they, why does, why is it not something Italian, you know, something from Italy? But real quick, I guess, is Russia not being a sovereign nation because somehow they are still beholden to the UN, maybe? They're beholden to the UN, whatever treaties, whatever contracts they have. Yeah, they don't. Obviously, the Treaty of Antarctica. Destiny. Obviously, right. the Treaty of Antarctica, right? I bet you the Swiss. Hey, somebody find out if the Swiss are on the Antarctic Treaty. And speaking of Antarctica, uh, let's let's skip over to another icy place with Antarctic news. But it's not that icy, or it uh, it it's not going to be that icy very soon. Uh, apparently, Antarctica is running out of ice, and you should be terrified. Nobody yeah, sounds no, terrified. It's smaller. Nobody, nobody sounds terrified. Why do you guys not sound terrified? I'm not terrified because if the ice walls melt, then we can find out what's on the other side. I'm ter- I'm not terrified because I know specifically the ice wall isn't going to melt. It kind of breathes. Right. That's where I I agree with Dogbot because that would be cool. You know, the the kid in me wants to, to melt so we can see what's out there and see what uh, tropical lush jungle vegetation or whatever was covered up by all that ice right that's the theory is that was like at one point like a really green continent but also what reinhardt said uh it's not going to melt it's that blue stuff that just regenerates itself right it's a, 
like frozen oxygen or something? Is that what the firmament's made of, supposedly? Well, yeah, there's the sky ice that's down there, but yeah. no, Antarctica has oh. warmed and cooled several times over the centuries. And there was actually another article um, that had mentioned that. They found out that it was actually a lot warmer in Antarctica back in the 1800s than they originally thought. Hmm. They're going so by the ice cores. Yeah, they're going by the, quote, ice cores, right? Right. Yeah, so according to science, TM, those ice cores said it was warmer back then. Because apparently that ice wasn't as frozen back well, then I don't, somehow. I don't know if they were going by the ice cores uh, to come to that conclusion. I honestly oh. don't know. Okay. Um, I'd have to pull it back up. Yeah, uh, but either way, goes. if it's an expedition to Antarctica, they're lying. Yeah, that is true. We know, but that. I do believe that it was warmer at one point. It's gone through warming, cooling cycles, just well, the, like the rest of the freaking Earth. The ice, sure. Yeah, but the ice wall. Yeah, I mean, it got higher and lower, I guess, and I don't know, but there's always been there, right? Um, well, didn't it? Didn't it ha- hasn't other people said that if you go past at a certain point, that there's certain areas that have vegetation and everything that we're just given this, uh, we're given this sort of cold bleak version of this place uh to just sort of deter us from being interested in going down there for ourselves right it's like the moon we didn't go back to the moon because there's nothing up there there's nothing in Antarctica. why would you want to go down there well and then on the other side you have you know them peddling off the conspiracy narratives of you know oh the evil nazis made it down there but nothing nothing really went on you know they didn't go down there for any real reason except to do a world domination Right. When I, when I grew up, I only care about I only cared about Antarctica for two reasons: uh, at Mountains of Madness and yep. uh, the thing. That's it. Like other than that, it's like Antarctica. Whoop de doo. Like for me, I it was no like Mountains of Madness and Hollow Earth because of what you just mentioned. Yeah, Hollow Earth for sure for me. I don't. But yeah, they, I don't they have Mountains of Madness. We all know in Antarctica they have this very nice cordoned off kind of velvet rope tour spot. They, you know, most people can visit through a very carefully curated tour, yeah, a, uh, I, a cruise. I posted that. It. I posted the in the uh, was it two episodes ago? I posted the the photograph or not the photograph, but basically the map, and it shows the cor- the the um, it shows the course that the ship goes on from <laughs> from Argentina down to. They don't even touch the mainland, right, Jack? Jack. Yeah, no, no, not even close. <laughs> yeah, and and if you ever do get on the mainland uh, through whatever scientific expedition through academia you're going with, um, you're still not going to go through the velvet rope area. I don't even ever. believe that they even do that, dude. I think all that's uh, bullshit too. John Kerry. I think all that's bullshit too. I don't think anybody gets past the velvet rope unless they're like the John Kerry characters. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, unless they're at the very, very top, they're not going to get past any of it. Right. Hey, hey, guys! I, I I don't want to interrupt like the all the uh, Antarctica stuff, but a new alternative history black thing just dropped. Uh oh. Yep, it's called the Wilmington Massacre of 1898, in which white insurrectionists overthrew the local biracial government, forcing a hundred elected black officials from office, claimed the lives of sixty to two hundred and fifty black residents. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they're just gonna they're gonna just keep I'm sorry, they're just gonna keep whipping these things up. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be bad and it's it's co enacting coming. 
it's coming. We didn't yep. we didn't get to do we didn't get to do the uh the Maoris went to Antarctica. But apparently okay. real quick, real quick we'll do that. Yes. New research shows Maori traveled to Antarctica a thousand years before Europeans. Okay. Good for them. That's when the global warming started. Man made right. global warming. Right. I so guess can blame the Maoris. I guess apparently this dude I don't know told a story or something a long time ago. I don't care. The Maori were seafaring people anyway. I mean, like, seriously, like that's their whole that's their whole stick. Right? That's that whole Moana movie. Well, I this, believe they made it. I just don't think they were the only ones. Yeah. By any stretch. No, I'm sure I'm sure at one I point. Mean, how- how Everybody. far from New Zealand is a is a boat ride to uh, it's the ice far. wall? It's pretty not, far. Not far. Uh, most, pretty much anything for leaving for Antarctica leaves from either Ushuaia, uh, Argentina, or mm-hmm. Christchurch, New Zealand. It's still far, though. I mean, if you're taking a Mayan sailboat, Mayan, not Mayan, but a Maori, Maori. Yeah. <laughs> well, Maori. not if not if Mu was there. At uh, one point, Mu would have been how, to the north. How come nobody circumnavigated the globe going up and down? It's just been left to right. Right, because you can't. Huh. Yeah. It's so weird. The ice, the ice will block you almost like a wall. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait. It's I, weird. But I mean, if it's a couldn't globe, you just. Okay, so hold on. If that was the case, to... couldn't you just circumnavigate Antarctica when you got down there? Like you. Okay, so let's just say, let's say, for example, you left from Boston, right? And you went south. And you kept going south, kept going south, kept going south, past past all of Florida and South America and all that. And then you get to Antarctica, you're like, all right, cool. So then you're going to go east, which is like southeast, right? You're going to go around until you get to that zero point lati- or longitude. Latitude goes up and down, right? Yeah, latitude. Is it? No, longitude. Is it longitude up and down, latitude up and down. I can't remember. Latitude's up, up and down. down. Wait, what? Longitude side to side, latitudes up and down. So you hit zero latitude and you start going back north, right? So you're technically now you're gonna be on the other side and you're gonna be coming up on like the west coast of Australia, technically, right? That's where you well, should be the, coming to. Should be. The right? explanations given are the seas around Antarctica, like the Drake Passage, are some of the most dangerous in the world. Um, the terrain of Antarctica, so walking across it or you know taking sled dogs across it is near impossible. It's all just ridiculousness. Yeah, I know. It, it should have been done in the 40s. Should have been done in the 50s. Apparently, you know, pole to pole flying has been done, but why not fly over the North Pole all the way down to the South Pole and back? Well, wait, you can't even have sled dogs in Antarctica. You're not. Right, you can't to have, have any animals. And that's the thing is, nobody actually goes to the mainland in Antarctica. No. I don't. I don't believe that at all. I think all the pictures are taken, and that one group of islands right there, the Cook Islands or whatever they are. Not the Cook Islands. Those are way far north. I don't know. Whatever. Are they? All right. Whatever. I don't know. I'm tired and and don't really <laughs> care because it's fake. Nobody's That's going fair. there. We're not going there. Dogbot, the reason why they haven't navi- circumnavigated the globe north to south is because it's not a globe. Oh. Yes. Yeah. No matter what they tell you on other programs that decide to do our content 12 months later, um, the Earth Ooh. is not a globe. I love those guys, though. You know, but 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 they can they can bite me. Oh, stop it. Nice. Trust, the Fauci, trust the Fauci plan. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> oh man. Be nice. We don't have, you know, that's that's the thing about being about being the schizos is you don't give a fuck what anybody thinks or says. 
He just has the best intentions for this country, right, guys. Let's drop it. Let's drop <laughs> it. <laughs> Come on. Oh. See, and that's the other thing. That's the other. That's the other. That's was I was it Reinhardt? Did I tell you that the one of the one of the things you get you get to do you get to when you're right all the time is you don't get to you don't have to be upset about anything you don't get mad about he's it. been in, he's been entrenched in the bureaucracy oh longer than most of us have been alive. He knows you, how this thing works. Are you are you done? Are, <laughs> are you done? God, the ab- absolute rudeness towards the Irish peoples I can't take it anymore. All right. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Uh, Jack's got a Necronormicon. <laughs> I'm for us. Yeah, I'm very tired. I started work again, guys. So I'm, I'm actually I'm tired because I have to do long drives and stuff now. I don't like it. But I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. All right. We're going to do the Necronormicon. You can check us out on Telegram, t.me slash the Paranormies present. And you guys all got your channels. Do it. Dogbot, you can check me out in the Chupacabra kennel. Get inside the kennel, t.me slash uh, Chupacabra underscore kennel. Yep, I'm Reinhardt. Uh, check me out at t.me slash Nephilimauer. Talk about hidden history, biblical truth, giants, all kinds of weird stuff. And you can find me at t.me slash Jackson Eternal Shitpost and t.me slash Necronormicon. Please keep uh, leaving comments on our episodes on Paranormies.com. You can leave comments for free on Paranormies.com. You can. Also, one thing that I've seen a lot of people... You can go to the bottom of the episode page itself and leave a comment. You may have to sign up for WordPress. I'm not sure. Um, but you should have throwaway emails already. So what does it matter? Yeah, right. You should, Yeah. At this point, if you don't have throwaway emails, what do you like? My mom has throwaway emails. <laughs> She's a boomer. So yeah, you can leave yeah. comments. It's really easy. The comment box should be down there. Every time I go to the website, after somebody tells me they can't leave a comment, I see the box. There it so is. You yeah, can it's right it. there. We've been getting comments. I like it. We've been getting a lot of comments at paranormies.com. For those of you that don't want to, you know, do the subscription thing on TRS, you can. You can do that if you want to get the subscription and do the comments at TRS and interact with the TRS commenters. You can subscribe there. Or for free, you can go to paranormies.com and leave comments. And we've had a few um, decent conversations in the comments threads. Apparently, yes, uh, somebody went back and listened to one of the episodes from or from season three. I got to change the audio because it's the wrong audio in there. <laughs> Whoops! Nice. Whoops! It was a good one though. I replaced I replaced like the Hellhounds episode with uh, the A word part two. It's actually the A word part two, which is like one of our greatest episodes. It's a Horus episode. I so. love the A-word episodes. Yeah. I'm glad I got to be on part three. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> all right. Well, we did all that stuff. We shilled. Oh, you know what? Did you guys know Jack does a little side project called Ascending the Spectrum? And it's on americaner.org. Yeah. No, I mean, of I, course I did. Nice. I, well, I would hope you have, Reinhardt. Yeah. Well, of course. But no, that is a great show. Seriously, you and Magnus have a lot of fun with it, with whatever guest comes on, too. And hopefully I'll be better at some point here so I can come on on a Wednesday night. All right. Yeah, well, that's so it. Yeah, Jack's, go check it out. Check out, Jack's, check out Jack's little show. It's a good little show. All right, we're going to get out of here. Jack's going to read us another passage from old Uncle Ted. And we'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. Fuck breaking Michelle Obama. <laughs> Fucking Christ, Jesus, dude. <laughs> Fucking Christ.
later. <laughs> Please tell me you hit stop. No, I did not. Now I did. Oh, God. Welcome back to the Necronormicon. Today I'll be continuing my reading of Industrial Society and Its Future by Ted Kaczynski. Feelings of Inferiority. By feelings of inferiority, we mean not only inferiority feelings in the strict sense, but a whole spectrum of related traits, low self-esteem, feelings of powerlessness, depressive tendencies, defeatism, guilt, self-hatred, etc. We argue that modern leftists, some such feelings, tend to have possibly more or less repressed, and that these feelings are decisive in determining the direction of modern leftism. When someone interprets as derogatory, almost anything that is said about him or about groups with whom he identifies, we conclude that he has inferiority feelings or low self-esteem. This tendency is pronounced among minority rights activists. Whether or not they belong to the minority groups whose rights they defend, they are hypersensitive about the words used to designate minorities and about anything that is said concerning minorities. The terms Negro, Oriental, Handicapped, or Chick for an African, an Asian, a disabled person, or a woman originally had no derogatory connotation. Broad and chick were merely the feminine equivalents of guy, dude, or fellow. The negative connotations have been attached to these terms by the activists themselves. Some animal rights activists have gone so far as to reject the word pet and insist on its replacement by animal companion. Leftist anthropologists go to great lengths to avoid saying anything about primitive peoples that could conceivably be interpreted as negative. They want to replace the word primitive by non-literate. They seem almost paranoid about anything that might suggest that any primitive culture is inferior to our own. We do not mean to imply that primitive cultures are inferior to ours. We merely point out that the hypersensitivity of leftist anthropologists, those who are most sensitive about politically incorrect terminology, are not the average black ghetto dweller, Asian immigrant, abused woman, or disabled person but a minority of activists, many of whom do not even belong to any oppressed groups, but come from privileged strata of society. Political correctness has its stronghold among university professors who have secure employment with comfortable salaries, and the majority of whom are heterosexual white males from middle to upper middle class families. Many leftists have an intense identification with the problems of groups that have an image of being weak, women, defeated, American Indians, repellent, homosexuals, or otherwise inferior. The leftists themselves feel that these groups are inferior. They would never admit to themselves that they have such feelings, but it is precisely because they do see these groups as inferior that they identify with their problems. We do not mean to suggest that women, Indians, etc. are inferior. We are only making a point about leftist psychology. Feminists are desperately anxious to prove that women are as strong and as capable as men. Clearly, they are nagged by a fear that women may not be as strong and as capable as men. Leftists tend to hate everything that has an image of being strong, good, and successful. They hate America. They hate Western civilization. They hate white males. They hate rationality. The reasons that leftists give for hating the West, etc. clearly do not correspond with the real motives. They say they hate the West because it is warlike, imperialistic, sexist, ethnocentric, and so forth. But where these same faults appear in socialist countries or in primitive cultures, the leftist finds excuses for them, or at best he begrudgingly admits that they exist. 
whereas he enthusiastically points out and often greatly exaggerates these faults where they appear in Western civilization. Thus, it is clear that these faults are not the leftist's real motive for hating America and the West. He hates America and the West because they are strong and successful. Words like self-confidence, self-reliance, initiative, enterprise, optimism, etc. play little role in the liberal and leftist vocabulary. The leftist is anti-individualistic, pro-collectivist. He wants society to solve everyone's problems for them, satisfy everyone's needs for them, take care of them. He is not the sort of person who has an inner sense of confidence in his ability to solve his own problems and satisfy his own needs. The leftist is antagonistic to the concept of competition because deep inside, he feels like a loser. Thank you for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy this extra-long special of the Necronormicon. If you got any submissions that you want me to read, send me an email at jacktheintern1488 at protonmail.com.